Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time All right. Well, welcome everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. Uh, today is a very special episode because we got a guest. <laughs> Yay! Woo! Ooh. And hopefully, all of our audio perfect this time around. <laughs> I will guarantee that our audio 100%. was perfect every time. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, well, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this one. I just started rattling off and started reading something on the screen, so this is a great intro. Uh, <laughs> let's see who we got with us today. Kem, uh, how are you? Hello, I'm, I'm I'm here. And Timber, how are you? I'm good. I ate meat. <laughs> what? How are you one of the? St- how are you one of the straight guys on this, on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but it was Korean barbecue. I mean it. So you ate Korean meat. Uh, I guess that should help, yeah. I should be more specific. My good friend has Korean meat, too, occasionally. Occasionally? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and we also have Team Retrosaurus member Alabama Tofu, uh, who you might remember from the Yakuza podcast we did about a year and a half ago at this point, right? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It's been a while, but how are you doing, Tofu? I'm good, man. Um, I just had some microwave, like homemade microwave taquitos using shredded cheese. If we're gonna just go shredded with the food cheese and, and tortillas, yeah, I just like put shredded <laughs> cheese on the tortillas, put them in the microwave for forty-five seconds, rolled them up while burning my fingers, and then what kind ate of cheese? What I guess you would consider food. Oh, it was just like leftover shredded cheddar. Okay, yes. all right. like, did you record this? No, no. Because I, I, I feel like though. that could have been like now that you're getting into TikTok, that could have been a perfect <laughs> that's meal like, time with tofu. That's like perfect dad energy right there. I was about to say, yeah, I'm 33 now. I have a child. Like I'm allowed to do these things. You're just like participating that, in the anti keto diet. Jesus, like, is. Well, yeah, it's a it's a taquito diet. Taquito. Yeah. If, if I can fit <laughs> it in a, like it. a tightly rolled tortilla, then I'm gonna eat it. What you need to do is, like, since, like, you acquire these skills now, so the one your daughter is a teenager, and they bring friends over, they're like, what is your dad doing? Like, I don't know. He's just, like, <laughs> microwaving tortillas and cheese. <laughs> Meanwhile, your wife's in the background. She's like, we we have other food. No, nah, it's fine. We need to eat it up before it goes bad. And you just pop around the corner and be like, hey, hey girls, you, 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 got, you guys want some Mexican? And it's just, like, one of those cheese... Tortilla wraps, but then like you don't have salsa, so you just give them cocktail sauce with it. It's, a dip. <laughs> it's just like it's red. <laughs> had had, had, had this, this leftover uh, ketchup. It's close to expiry, so uh, here's the sauce. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep like I'm gonna like mentally log all these things when I have kids. I can do this weird shit because that's the plan. Like that. That's the the like plan of the end game is just to do weird shit and just being like oh, that's my dad just ignore him oh yeah like you want to be like a good dad but a weird dad mm-hmm. well I'm already a weird dad I'm just I'm just a I'm just a freaking iPad according to my daughter yeah. <laughs> when his daughter draws pictures of him he's a face on an iPad <laughs> you know you could always just act out this this alternate reality of like yeah I'm I'm just 
too busy to be at home so you're like this um i, I just i just this, live in this, cyberspace is that what you yeah you're just like a tony stark figure right where it's just like you're you're too busy being the ceo of a company in hawaii if you don't like if you don't write a script for and sell the like the story of ipad dad within the next year you're missing out on an untapped market oh yeah like, like i said like when she said when she was drawing the rest of my family she just assumes that we all have iPads for heads. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, love the perspective kids have on life. They're just like, because it makes sense. They're like, well, dad's an iPad, so his family must... Mom, am I part iPad? Or am I just like an iPod Touch? Like, where, like, where am I on this? <laughs> am I the classic? Or... <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pretty funny, because then, like, her teacher's... Like God bless their souls. They're just like, no, you're not supposed to do it like that. No. Well, uh, I'm trying to. Well, we had you on, like I said, a year and a half ago. Tofa, why don't you tell everyone about yourself other than you are a dad? Well, but I'm pretty sure that's all that you have left at this point, right? That's <laughs> pretty just, much. Yeah. That, you that are. makes that I makes amazing like, Mexican food. Oh yeah, yeah. Like obviously traditional. Um, I live like near the San Antonio area, so like no matter how cursed it might be, it's still traditional. Um. Let's see. What else? I am. You don't live visual. in Alabama. I do not live in Alabama anymore. Now oh. I'm from Alabama. Oh, okay. though. All right. I um. No, I'm I'm from like literal bumfuck Alabama. Like no post offices. Um. <laughs> I think until I gra- like until I got married and went to grad school, like I didn't ever live anywhere that wasn't just like considered uh, unincorporated farmland. Um. But went from there, kept going west. But now I uh, let's see, I'm a visual and audio artist. Um, I stream occasionally on Twitch. I play music. Um, sometimes I'll play games. Very rarely. What else? Um, uh, mustache aficionado, I guess. Um, I don't know what else. Yeah, like at this point, it's pretty much just being a dad, like being like a, a about to be mid thirties father who gets really depressed when i realize i'm listening to brand new while doing yard work those those tiktoks that you're really hitting you hard aren't they oh yeah they're absolutely <laughs> awful <laughs> that's one thing if you if you are middle-aged um and friends with kyo like he will constantly attack you through personal messages on uh, tiktok i mean as long as you're getting the personal attacks i don't see the ones that are meant for me I mean, there's not really any safe place with Kyo. You're either middle-aged and getting attacked for it, or under his age and getting attacked for acting older than him. Well, that's specifically no Tim, are you, Timber. Are you projecting? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just stating, Wait, Timber, I'm, I'm just stating facts. I am officially 30. Okay, I should remember. Are you still in your 20s? Oh my no, no, God, no. I, I, I have broken into being an old man. This How entire time, I thought you were like 38. Um... <laughs> six months yeah i'm, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, halfway you're 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 a new year's baby right yep I, okay now i'm getting flashbacks to um alchemy fox being very slush <laughs> on your moondrop stream about two years ago about two years ago <laughs> weird audio and <laughs> her like having had like one too many sips of moonshine and just calling you by your real name you're like okay now <laughs> like we that even got best. this like let me see if i still have it you guys won't see this because you guys are in here but i even have this emote of her mm-hmm. sitting there drinking oh that's great. Her 
<laughs> I don't remember specifically what it was that we had. It was probably just champagne because it's New Year's. I think Year's. it was mead. Mead, mead, it was mead. Yes, mead. Yeah, because yeah, it was strong. Because she didn't have that. She like was already pretty gone by like partway through, and I think she grabbed another one. And we're like, oh, <laughs> should we? Should someone stop should, her? Should we? Do we need to stop? But the thing is, it was like you know, worst case scenario, a very un- a sleepless night. Worst case scenario. So. <laughs> oh, Tofa, I was thinking, I did want to bring up something, one of your big accomplishments. How is it being 17th place on the Inning Percent Ultimate PS2 HD remaster of Onimusha Warlords on speedrun.com? Uh, it's it's not bad. It's, um, I'm really Do you remember proud, running proud that? Yeah, v- vaguely. Um, vaguely. It's a really fun run. It's very straightforward. Um, a lot of trying to just, you know, Get your movements economical. Um, everything else is just, you know, memorizing puzzles. Uh, but I don't like that you brought that up because I used to be 11th place and now I'm feeling like I need to get back there. I, I preferred being like right there on the cusp of uh, top 10, but not quite. If it makes there. you feel any better, you're like almost dead in the middle. So you're still not last. 30th place still exists. So okay. you're like pretty much in the middle. So middle aver- average is okay. I'm okay with average. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could qualify. You, you could totally do SGDQ with that stat. Oh man! You were beaten out by Spoopy Penguin. Fuck! And I'm trying to see the person that um, booped you. Oh, actually, Spoopy Penguin, you're always below them. You got booped by Mad Hatter and Monocle Monocled or Monocled, however they're pronouncing it. Unicorn. Uh, they were the ones that booped you down. Well, yeah, it looks like I'll be uh, pra- like you know practicing this weekend. Then that's great. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I always like to get you on a new hyperfixation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now that uh, now that Timber's mentioned uh, SGDQ, I might see if I can't get on there and say something really controversial. Use some gamer terms. Well, stats <laughs> already—they've already decided who's going for that, so you won't be able to get in that one. But there's always time for GDQ X, which is at TwitchCon. No. Oh, so- I will say that is the one to be the partner maker because partnered streamer Ekdysis did run his first GDQ run at GDQX, and now look at him. That's true. Just saying. Like, correlates. You think I'm going all the way the fuck out there to hang out with a bunch of dorks? I mean, if you went out there for that or to see B, it would be this, for the exact same reason, to hang out with a bunch of dorks. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, Tofu, uh, is it true that we are going to have Kill KillCon in your, in your backyard? Uh, well, so it's an update. So I'm moving this summer uh, to a farm out in West. rural Mississippi. No, okay, no. no, we're moving back east. Um, we uh, we got like a, my a setup that we can't we can't turn down. So um, we're going to be moving out to a farm in uh, rural Mississippi. So we can still have it in my backyard. It'll just be a much bigger backyard where people can kind of like wander off drunkenly and we'll never see them again. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I was about to say you're going to have a bigger venue this time around. Although we did find out that Pizza Hut Classic exists. Yeah, I don't dude. know where it was, but like it's a Pizza Hut that looks like it did in the 80s and 90s. It's even got the gross carpet. Yeah, and like the places where you could sit down and eat, as if someone would actually eat in at a Pizza Hut and the buffet. So like, what are you talking about? We have we have been having those for years. All of our Pizza those, Huts those are like m- that. Those mostly don't exist anymore out this way. Oh, really? Well, if you guys yeah, they're ever... pretty much all to go places. Did they get if edged out by the extra most bestest? <laughs> yes. Hmm? Yes. They got edged Wait, so out. You have... So you still have the Pizza Hut buffet out there? Yeah, we have three of them. Damn. Oh, really? Wow. Do they do... Yep. Answer me this then. Do, do Have they, like, 
Are they still like super stingy and don't ever put the barbecue pizza out on the buffet? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. If I if I had a mind, I, I think that's what put CeCe's out of business, really, was consistently having barbecue pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's like the only thing at Pizza Hut that's actually good, though. So, I mean, like, I'm not going to go if I can't just eat so much See? barbecue pizza that I feel like a literal, like, you know, I don't know, yeah, like Twinkie of a man. Kinda- you guys are kind of lucky because then you get to see all these these national chains that we never get that just die out of just like poor business management, and CC's is I mean probably one of them. <laughs> oh, CC's is terrible. Like oh, yeah, I dude. think they're they like disappear and come back a lot here just because like as long as uh, tweens and kids in middle school exist, CC's Pizza will always be open. Mm. I mean, it's as it's, long. As long as you have one or more children and you are broke, CeCe's Pizza will like, still exist. CeCe's is kind of, it's kind of like, um, it's like fucking Dracula in the Castlevania series. It's like, no matter what happens, like, he dies in the end, but there's always going to be, like, another fucking game. And, like, you're going to get to it and realize that the bad guy is CeCe's again, and he's going to tell you it's a terrible night to have heartburn. And you're still going to eat it, because your friend paid, what, six bucks to get you in? But, yeah, it's going to die and come back in, like, three years every time. Like, I understand CeCe's, like, you're getting exactly what you're paying for. You're getting, like, all-you-can-eat pizza. It's $7 per person. I think that even includes a drink and a dessert pizza or something, whatever. But it's still too disgusting for me. The last time, the one and only time I ever went there, I got pizza, which I thought was cheese pizza. Turns out it was macaroni and cheese, but the cheese was foamy on top. (laughs) Like, I bit into, like, what was foam, and I'm like, I am never eating here ever again. And, like, this isn't even me doing that, well, I'm Italian, I only eat real... No, it's not even that. Like, I, I would eat... I would rather go eat Chicago deep dish style, uh, whatever pie, whatever it is that they call that up there. I would rather eat that than CeCe's, and that shit's disgusting. That's a casserole, I mean, that's not pizza. Yeah. I mean, maybe there it was... It is a, a casserole. It is not a pizza. Probably it is a not part, a pizza. There is probably something on the side that's, like, also includes dial dish soap in, 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 the, in the breading. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, you can do shitty pizza and have it work, though. Like, like I will 100% drop 10 bucks on two $5 hot and ready's, and I'm happy. Like, I'm happy with what I paid for each CC's, time. like, all right, not CC's, Little Caesars, like, definitely you are, you're getting what you're paying for, but, like, if you're going to Little Caesars, you're not like, I want high-quality pizza. You're like, I'm hungry, and I need <laughs> to eat for, like, one look, to look, three days. Look, the Little Caesar has been hard at work. Uh, I would say in the past year and a half, they've really upped their game in the shitty pizza sphere. Um, cause now with, I think they introduced the extra most bestest like maybe three years ago, Oh yeah, which is so actually good. And then it's they also fantastic. introduced the calzone, which sounds like it should be terrible, but it isn't. Is so. it called calzone? Or are you pronouncing calzone? No, no, no. Like they pronounce, they, their thing is that it's a calzone. They don't want to call it a calzone cause they're little Caesars and it's gotta be cute Different. or something. I'm, I'm not mm. sure. It has to be a, an anime ju- calzone. Just soaked with portrayal, you mean? Is calzone, are those even actually Italian, or were those just like some drunk Italian-Americans made that? I mean, I would not be surprised if the latter is true. Yeah, it feels very American. Let's, Let's see, where we're from all the of this. origin, Italy. Oh. I feel I like the Italian what... one looks very different. Yeah, that's that's more of like, that's a simple one, more of a turnover. Um, they typically, let's see, a calzone is similar to a stromboli, an Italian-American turn. Oh, a stromboli is the Italian-American one. And sometimes the kids are confused on like stromboli, which are generally rolled or folded into a cylindrical or rectangular shape. 
Calzones are always folded into a crescent shape and typically do not contain tomato sauce. Okay, so ours are very different no matter what. Stromboli is a very different situation, but Stromboli is good. Uh, and Timber, you got the name wrong. It's called the Crazy Calzone. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I, I was trying to... there or else we don't know. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I, I was assuming it was a normal Calzone. Right. I mean, the pro strat, though, is, like, if you've got, like, the 15 minutes from the cook-it, is you get the extra most bestest pepperoni and the stuffed crust. Like, yeah. like that's, like, the pro strat. Cause is then it you... called most bestest? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yo, I'm 100%. sorry. Everything on their menu is the most broken <laughs> grammar or terminology they could come up with. Well, I, I just have to, like, wonder, because, like, Timber's up in Michigan, so I'm like, is this just some weird Michigander way of pronouncing things? And, like, I just don't question a whole lot of stuff anymore. <laughs> I just take it for face value until, like, like I just, like, it's to a point where I'm like, wait, I'm, I have to ask now. This is happening too often. He said extra most bestest, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been extra most bestest best or or extra extra best so clearly there's some consistency here and i don't understand as an italian american i also find it kind of funny that the like when the only groups of people we're still allowed to make fun of that no one like gets up arms about are like italians like every other group people are always like oh you can't do that but then italians everyone including italians jumps in and they're like i'm making a pizza like it's just universally accepted that it's fine i mean i think the irish are pretty chill with their whole like it's funny. green pot of gold leprechaun thing but talking to a lot of irish people they're just like yeah we don't do any of that shit here that's more of an american thing but they're like we don't we really don't care we're just happy yeah. people remember us you know like <laughs> like they, they really don't care so like that's offensive to the irish and the irish are like what does offensive mean <laughs> <laughs> at least just based on like the like the you know the group of 10 that i used to talk to actively like they just there's like yeah no one cares they're like, you say we're drunks. We are. We're, we're going to drink right now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot you guys have been drinking the entire time we've been in voice chat today. <laughs> Is there an occasion? No. Okay. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Oh. You got the Irish, the Scottish over there. Uh, do the Welsh get offended at anything? I think the Welsh are just happy to be remembered. I mean, yeah, the, Welsh, the Welsh it makes those little gummy candies, right? That's, that's Welsh's. That's more like Welch. <laughs> the Dutch don't Jesus get offended Christ. in anything, and they'll probably be doing The Dutch it. aren't allowed to get offended. <laughs> yeah, they're That's not true. allowed they're to get offended. Like... Me me and Kyo have seen a handful of Dutch people before that just oh. wants to fuck anything that moves, and it's just... Oh. God damn. And then they were T-posing uh, about like how bad Americans are, and I was just like, all right... <laughs> I mean, I'm used to talking to, like, Seabass all the time, and he's like, yeah, we don't really have a filter. I'm like, I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get, like, maybe to Central Europe, and that's the part where it goes from, like, not being... Like, it's not that they get offended if you you made jokes about them. It's more like there's there isn't the thing to to remember after like well i was gonna say i was gonna say timber like at that point it gets all kind of just it gets a little bit homogenous because they've all been conquered by like the same people so it's like that's why people tend to lump like oh it's just eastern europe because it's all got the same stuff which is totally not true if you like analyze it under a microscope but most people don't know slightly off topic i really really hope when people listen to this later, the Windows noise is coming from Ken's side. Like, 
viscerally upset people while they're in their car <laughs> thinking they're hearing work noises. Can you play the slack noise at all? No. <laughs> that, that will really get people. Just like inject that into the, the podcast randomly, like at slightly low volume, just so people are like, what? Or you can really trip people out by having it be the sounds of like getting a text message on Skype. Because oh, yeah. does anyone use Skype anymore? They shouldn't. But um, probably that was like, employees. Let me, let me get AIM working again real fast. Dude, I would love to have AIM again. But it's gonna be like Space Hey, where I like got it, I got verified on there, and like I just forgot. I and then just well, does nothing happens. Of no. You dropped your Space Hey. I didn't drop it. It's just like, look, I have the mental capacity to handle like two things at a time. And today is like no things at a time. I have mostly sat around doing nothing. I couldn't. I'm just now checking my space hay again at the moment. I still only have 97 friends. Well, I mean, it's like you got on there and you got verified, and it's like you beat the game. Like you're not gonna play. Yeah, it anymore. it's like where else? Where, where do I go from here? Like, like that was the end goal, and the guy's just like, like, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a musician or anything, but like, we're doing a little bit more modern stuff. I'm a Twitch partner. He's like, okay, I'm verified. You smiley face. I'm like, awesome. And then I went and immediately flexed on Brogan. <laughs> I mean, as you should. Yeah. So this is an opportunity to be like, all right, Space Hey, feedback. We need achievements. Kyo needs achievements. No, no, Something no. Something to strive for. I don't for. like achievements. I don't like achievements. All right, it, we won't you know, call them achievements. We'll call them challenges. Look, look, I, I, I finished, I finished, uni- like, I finished, got a four-year university degree in seven oh. years. I'm not really big on achievements because then they point out how long it took. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> You don't need that. But that's just speedrunner mentality, man. You don't you don't have to achieve the things quickly for it to be like good, even though no, other that people... was the problem. I didn't even achieve that like not I, like it wasn't even quickly or on time. That was very late. <laughs> so, kind of shifting the topic here a little bit. You know, I I wasn't sure if you were going to be on Timber. Yeah. <laughs> mostly because i was like oh you know it's just gonna be a a podcast between me and tofu and kill and then i can just you know talk to tofu about a certain topic and then kill will just not know what to say and he'll he'll be quiet but now i have i'm like thinking well now i have timber and now he's gonna be extra quiet as well and when i'm editing this about death stranding no we're not going to talk about death stranding i wanted to talk to to tofu about wrestling oh shit Wrestling or wrestling? Wrestling, both. <laughs> yeah, wrestling. Wrestling. Good old Capital wrestling. <laughs> now, I will. I will say in uh, full disclosure, I haven't kept up with kept up with wrestling in like years. Ah, I see. I see. It is like it is very much like a passive um, thing now. Passive like I'm not wrestling. like. I'm sorry. So what were what were you watching at the time then? Um. So currently, I, st- I still watch W uh, SmackDown and Raw. Um, mostly weekly but it's it's a very like put it on in the background while i'm doing other stuff thing like um i'm not keeping up with the storylines as much as i used to um i pop into aew occasionally mm-hmm. although now that uh Rhodes has moved over to wwe i'm less interested in the aew because i felt like he was kind of carrying that, that company for a while oh yeah um and then whenever i can get whenever i can like find us like a solid like non-shit stream of it i'll watch uh, new japan pro wrestling I was gonna say. Like, I feel like I feel like that's like the good shit. 
Well, right, like personally, so I, I'm watching a lot of uh, Japanese wrestling, especially Joshi right now, where like Maki and Maki Ito and stuff like that mostly reigns mm-hmm. in uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. And that some of the shit there is freaking amazing. If the, you, is that the women's league? Yeah, that's the women's league. So in Japan, they they don't do mixed wrestling. How like in one big conglomerate group, like how the uh, American wrestling companies do. So they just keep it at separate companies. Some of them do. Like, there's a Japanese company called DDT, and they mostly do mixed wrestling. And they even have tag team matches where they have men versus women and stuff like that. So That's interesting. What's this? Oh, go ahead. I'll say, who is the wrestler that you send me every once in a while who does, like, TikToks or YouTube or whatever, and she always, like, hangs out with her Kirby? Is that is she a wrestler, or am I thinking of someone different? It's just some buff hmm. hottie that he's sending you. It was like, I thought it was a, a Japanese wrestler, and she like had this Kirby plushie, smashed him down, and said, Kirby, come to life, and then just got really excited when he like reinflated. Do you know Am what I'm I, talking about? I have an idea, but I send you like, it's like me and you just constantly send videos. <laughs> I, 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 I have to look now. I have to look for it, but. Yeah, so, I, I was I was gonna say because as of right now, oh, I'm, I think it was Oscar. It was Oscar. It was Oscar. Oscar would be one of them, and she's one of the mo- more known Joshi's right now because uh, WWE and stuff. Yeah, because she's she's still active there, right? Like last I saw, like she was still yeah on yeah. the active she's, roster. She's in a feud with uh, Becky Lynch right now. Nice. There's, there's, a, there's a picture of it right there. Uh, I forgot, it didn't smash down. When she smacked it, it sang and danced, I think. Oh, my yeah. God. And she, like, smacked it really hard. She's wonderful. She's such, like, she's such a good, like, she's a good performer, but she's also, like, a really good showman. Um, mm-hmm. She's, like, that perfect mix, like, what you want. Like, that's why I get really bored of, like, the heavyweights. Like, the heavyweights, there's always just, like, seven-foot-tall, beefy dude who just, like, can't deliver or like can't perform very well like not like not like physically but they can't like they're not like like none of them are necessarily good actors but like i feel like the heavyweights is just like even worse because it's just like all they know is just to be big and menacing and that's that's it yeah they can't uh play to the crowd so to speak no they really can't and it's just it sucks because they always get like they always get like the main headline when it's always like it's always the middleweight or the female wrestlers who are like the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say mostly because right now I'm watching this. I'm watching a lot of uh, Joshi pros. I'm watching Stardom, and they're doing this whole thing where they're fighting a bunch of other smaller indie Joshi pro wrestling companies as well. And one of the teams that they're facing is called Prominence, and Prominence just had a huge. 30 minute death match and I was all for it. Let's see. Let me see if I can I can drop this in here. Just full on just like death matches. <laughs> and I was oh like, god, that's intense. This is awesome. Is that a studded kendo sword? Yes, it's barbed wire wrapped kendo swords. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, this is awesome. Did um so Maki Ito, she was on AEW, wasn't she, for a second? Yeah, uh, so she was there for the Owen Hart Championship. She's still there right now. Oh, she, oh she's not? Uh, she's not full-time, but she's, like, a part-timer there. Gotcha, okay. 
because I was really excited to see that she was getting some American coverage. Uh, but then I never like I never stuck around to see like how that played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both her and then Miyu uh, Hayashida, who is one of the bigger gets for Tokyo Joshi Pro, is in the U.S. right now. They were both participated in the Owen Hart tournament for AEW. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> who's it's so good? Who's your all-time favorite wrestler? I gotta ask. All-time? Um. Oh man. Um. Honestly, like for it, so it'd be a double. It'd be a double for me. Like so, I had the ones growing up that I was really into, like Macho Man, um, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. Those all those guys. The Hearts came in. The Hearts were amazing. Um. But like I feel like that perfect mix of like right age and then also just being like a young white trash preteen, like the Hardy Boys were probably like my all time favorites. Like seeing like because like seeing the stuff that they would do together, like the amount of like athleticism and agility that they had, um, and then like their background is just like white trash dudes from a trailer park, and then like they had like they came in during like the Attitude Era, and, like they had like that that like that that style and like that presentation, so like it was super appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and like, no, so probably probably them. Like, they've probably been my my go to favorites. Um, and then like, despite uh, Jeff Hardy's like issues, um, they're both still active. Matt Hardy's had like some really fun stuff like later in life, like when he did. Uh, oh God, what was it? Um, when he played like, played when he was doing. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken, broken Matt. Like that stuff was awesome. Like it, it, and it's like obviously we'll never get Attitude Era back again. Like that could never happen again. But like it felt like, it felt like it had the same level of like, the theatricality versus now, where it's just like I don't feel like, like the theatrics aren't there like they used to be. You know, like you get some of it with, um, um, again, like I'm blanking out because it's been so long. But like when you had, um, I think it was. I feel like it was the Miz and someone else, and they kept doing like the Twin Peaks style like segments each each week. Oh yeah, like that kind of yeah. shit. Like that's the kind of stuff I like watching it for. Like it's not necessarily like the giant dudes like doing amazing feats, but it's just like the absolutely stupid, like absurd theater of it. Mm. So were you watching? Uh, 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 did you watch the WrestleMania match between Cena and the Fiend? Then no, no, I, I don't. So the WrestleManias, I almost never catch the WrestleManias. Like I don't, mm. I don't do pay per views. And then like by the time that they're over. To be totally honest like i don't know if it's a mix of adhd being a dad or just being too busy but it's just like i forget to look up streams of it Mm-mm-mm. and so i'll if, just go back and i'll just like look up like well who did what and i'll just read about it instead if if you can try to watch that particular match because it does a lot of it goes through john cena specifically his greatest hits and just his career as a wrestler very very well in a uh Broken kayfabe style. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why are you guys being so quiet? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, I was waiting for you guys to get through your thing. No. So, like, I grew up around the same time. Like, I, we all grew up around the same time. Timber, I think, did as well. I don't know. Apparently, he was baby until, like, this just year. But I never got into wrestling because, like, we didn't ever have... Mm-mm-mm-mm. those channels and like i honestly assumed the this entire time up until i think maybe more recently that they were all pay-per-view like i didn't realize that these were things that you could watch 
without it. You just had to have, I think, like, weren't they on, like, HBO or something like that or cinema? I don't know. They they weren't on normal TV, right? No, it, uh, was, it was just, just like, call a number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was, like, the actual pay-per-view channels. Yeah, we, we didn't have those. We'd have everything like that infrequently, but, like, I never watched it because mm-hmm. it never... It's weird. I don't know why a bunch of, like, half-naked guys didn't appeal to me as a teenager. Like, I'm, I really don't know how I missed that as a kid because it definitely would have been something more now. But, like, I just never got into it, so I, like, I didn't know that was, like, still a thing for especially our age group, like, even through now. Like, I don't know if there was a point where it dipped, but, like, I didn't know people actually kept up on it. Because, mm. like, I did I just, like, knew of it during its heyday, and then I thought it kind of, like, Die disappeared. Off. And no one yeah. talked about it, but, like, the past five years, I feel like people have, like, really brought it back. Is that, like, due to, like, um, Japan wrestling, like, reinvigorating the, yeah. the scene or something? Yeah. Honestly, I would say the comeuppance of Bullet Club really helped drive, like, kayfabe and, and stuff like that, kind of a little bit blurring the lines with that, because Bullet Club is now the our generation's, or the current generation's NWO. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Well, and then you've also got, like, in America at least, like, um, I feel like I'm seeing more posts, like, especially from back home, like, there was... I wanted to say weirdly enough, but I feel like this also tracks for like rural Alabama, but like there, there are more like homegrown wrestling, um, wrestling, uh, productions back where I came from. Like, and I feel like they're like, we're getting more and more of them just from seeing people's posts on Facebook and stuff now. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's just having like a natural resurgence as far as like national, um, like nationally profiled stuff. I think, companies like AEW coming in and actually like putting putting WWE's feet to the fire in terms of like excitement um not necessarily in terms of like how much money they can, they can spend and like how big the production is but in terms of like getting people excited about it and having more interesting characters in some regards or like more interesting narratives like I think that kind of helped because it's kind of pushed WWE to stop playing quite so safe like that makes sense cuz like I kept up with Sterling for a long time when they were still um like when they're still doing when i still watch their game stuff and like wrestling started becoming more of a thing on and on and on they eventually moved to like be, take bigger part in that and i think they still do it now but that mm-hmm. was where i was like i didn't know that like you know like in the underground or backyard wrestling scene was a thing that was always something i saw in like cartoons or something it felt like a joke or whatever but then mm-hmm. i found out that was like more of an actual thing going on that was where i think maybe i just started to notice it again i'm like oh okay maybe it's always been here but like it just took like the you know the amateur leagues to kind of like bring that to my attention. I think Ken's right too. I think like having um, having the Japanese companies like I feel like a lot of the the more experimental or the more um, I don't want to say like avant garde, but like the more fresh fresh approaches are coming from coming from cultures like Japan, where like you just have like an entirely different take on the sport, and mm-hmm. then also like an entirely different like level of commitment to it. Um, and I don't know if, I don't know if some of that's gotta be coming from like the otaku culture where like, just like people who like, you can tell like they just like a lot of the performers, like literally they just live and breathe like what they Mm. do. A lot of Asian countries I think have been like reinvigorating a lot of different areas of like media, like Japan doing that. And then like the pop scene and like the boy band, girl band scenes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, or the girl group scenes, like that type of thing, like being a bigger thing again, like Korea has really made a huge resurgence to the point where like, I think this is like. I haven't seen it this level since, you know, like Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys back in the 90s. But, like, now it's, like, almost even bigger than that just because globalization and such. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of those things that were, like, a thing of, like, the 90s are, like, back in a new way. 
It's really fucking cool. And it's like, even if I don't care for the music, like, I don't like listening to groups like BTS or whatever, but like, oh, it's still like rad as shit, you know? Like, yeah, it's just cool to see, to see it. I'm happy to see non English music taking over and like having a huge, um, like, wide audience because like US, Canada, Australia, UK, we're all kind of, they all kind of dominated music for a long time and still kind of do. So it's nice to see when like the huge big thing is not from any English speaking country. Yeah. It's really Estonia is just like waiting on their chance. It's really gotten far. <laughs> like I know that my mom's super into BTS, right? So really, yeah. <laughs> so it's like really uh, getting to demographics I didn't expect. <laughs> Apparently, Romanian immigrants is their target audience. They, they never found it. Had. They found it. Yep. So they how really, does your dad take that being a former founding member of Ozone? Like, has he yeah. been like having, has he been like having issues trying to get your mom to listen to like his music again? Like, how's that going? He's been pretty chill about it. I mean, you know, it's not. Uh, He's um, humble. It's not American country, but it'll do. Does he really like American country? <laughs> Lately, for some reason, yes. It was like a cross section of country and Eminem. Honestly, like American country is so popular outside of the U.S. Then like. Because, like, going to Japan, like, they were, like, like oh, I love American country music. It was also a lot of older stuff that they knew, but I'm like, really? I'm like, y'all like Toby Keith over here? Like, is that, what, is that what we're going, or do you just really like Bob Denver? Like, what do you mean by country music? Yeah. But I think it's a also... A lot of times it's just meant country roads. I, I think it may also be um, just the pervasiveness of it can turn Americans off from it in a way that doesn't happen outside. Because, like, mm. you know, it's American country. It's an exotic thing outside of this country um compared it is our like only it is one of our only like homegrown like i guess uh we don't have sounds. like we like a lot of our music so popularized like we only have so many genres that are like kind of a homegrown feel that don't exist other places and i think that's one of them right definitely like jazz and blues as well but like those aren't as mainstream anymore as they used to be yeah well and it's also just like specific po- certain types of jazz and then blues mm. has gotten so like because blues is such like a people's music like it's it's definitely one that like it can very easily be picked up by other cultures and turned into its mm-hmm. own thing which is really nice oh my, my friend in japan was obsessed with blues jazz i think he liked some hip-hop and stuff it all all that type of music is put into an umbrella term in japan which is not great but like i see where they're coming from because japan just shortens things mm-hmm. i mean uh, it's just <laughs> It's under the bigger umbrella called black music, which, like, makes sense. I get it, but it just sounds a lot worse seeing it written out in English, where you're just, like, going through the shop. Yeah. like, okay, there's rock, J-pop, stuff like that, black music. Huh. Did you move everyone over to that, or is it just some stuff? Well, I mean, Are on you that being note, racist I mean, like, again, about... Japan? <laughs> Not Japan. I, I, again? They never were. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. I I totally forgot. Uh, You know that trip, that trip to China in Nanking. We don't talk about that. (laughs) They weren't. They were never there. You can't. They were never there. It was. It was a nice. They lost the passport. It was a very nice stroll there, and and yeah. I didn't know we had uh, the recently deceased uh, composer of the Dragon Quest theme here as a guest as well over there. I mean, on, on the on the the note of like problematic music terms, I mean, like you were talking about country being like our our main like homegrown thing. I mean, mm-hmm. if you'd like, we can go over like the problematic history of country music and like why why it is what it yeah. is. 
That that feels like its own podcast. In of oh, itself. it definitely is. It definitely is. It definitely. That's that's like a multi-hour conversation. I would <laughs> Although I will that. say, Alabama, um, you were the one that composed. Sorry, I should call you. Do you prefer <laughs> Alabama or to Alabama? Just, 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 we talked just, about this. Just, just all of Alabama. <laughs> right, I, 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 Alabama. I will. I will do that. Uh, yeah. I, you, so if I recall, you were the one that made the second version of our podcast theme. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what what genre would you say um, that was? That specifically, I would say I was trying to rip off the... Um, um, oh, God, hold on. Um, I, was try- I was trying my best to rip off the Pete and Pete soundtrack by Polaris. <laughs> um, <laughs> specifically, like that was the sound I was going for. Oh my gosh! Because every time I hear it, like with the with the, you know, uh, how, how does it go? Um, and it gets to the like that was something you introduced, right? And that was very. Uh, every time I hear that, I'm like, it's like Louisiana or Mississippi rock. Like we started like this <laughs> this weird like I don't know swampy twang. To that little section, Dude, of the no, song. Think, you just I think there's a that. banjo playing in the background, right? I, I do, I do like how this song has evolved. Originally, it was an acoustic song that like was done in one take by uh, someone who I don't a. talk a. to Run. anymore. A. Run. Yep. Yeah, um, and then Tofu did it. And now you did it, and we might. Timber, have you decided? Please tell me you're doing the one that you chose. So like, I'm. I'm, I'm ex- I, I don't want to say it out loud on the podcast in case it doesn't happen. Because I, I, this part. I have, I have, yeah. Um, so I'm hoping I can make the version work, but I do not know. Uh, I, I haven't gotten far enough in making it to know if I'm going to hit a roadblock with that or not. But so you far, always, it seems promising. Always tap uh, Retroactive Kev, who is another member of Team Retrosaurus, because he's really in the and he's a musician, I believe. Okay. So if uh, if if Ken ends up like putting in the uh, the beautiful bleeps there, just uh, for the listeners know that like put some pressure on uh, Timber to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to go do the thing. Yeah, do do the do thing. Do the thing, please. Do the thing. Uh, also, no, before that... we get, oh, okay. go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say no. It's, it's fun though that you pointed that out because, like, obviously, I was trying to rip off something when I wrote that, but then like, that's definitely something I'll notice. Like, you like just in the in the, in the idea of like not being able to get away from like your roots, be it music oh, yeah. or film or whatever. You know, like if I try to write some like kick-ass metal riff. It always feels like I'm like trying to dig up the grave of Dimebag Daryl, like like a southerner trying to write metal riffs. I mean, without spoiling what the intended genre of the new version is going to be, um, I think pretty much every musician has something that they base their like the, that's the root of what they're doing, especially when it comes to like remixes. Mm-hmm. So, like in in order to get the sound I was going for, what I'm what I'm basically doing is fusing um, a song called. Uh, I think it was Breaking No Lily by Maximum the Hormone, which has this really... Yes. Yeah, you're familiar. It's very... Metal. Or, or I don't know. It has a very... Feel to it, which made it seem like a good like grounding of like, okay, so this... I'm going to use this one to figure this out. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use this to understand the principles of... So I can then embed it in, this, in the podcast theme somehow. There's so many bleeps so, going to be in this. This is amazing. I want to He's get just in gonna on this. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I was gonna say the bleeping <laughs> would be so much better because I want to get in on this. I want to say. <laughs> um, before we get too far removed from the music talk, I will also say since you mentioned uh, 
Country Roads, uh, I did finally watch Whisper of the Heart for the first time. That's one where uh, lo-fi hip-hop beats to Chill 2 Girl yep. came from. It is, absolutely. It's shocking how short the actual scene that they use for that loop is. It's like less than five seconds yeah. long. You know that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio her, like, pointing on the, the TV holding a cigarette and like <laughs> booze? That was me while my girlfriend was watching it. I'm like, ah! ah! She's like, what? I'm like, that, that, it's the lo-fi hip-hop girl. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, from, from the YouTube playlist? Are you having a stroke? Are, are chilling and studying too? And she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Which this is a very common thing that happens. Where she has no idea what I'm talking about. And something that I thought we had overlap in. Dude, that was me like today. The Leonardo thing. I was watching... Um, let me. I, I don't want to get the date wrong now that I'm about to say it. Um, today, I, like since so like... I don't know why I'm saying full disclosure, but so like currently my wife and child are out in Mississippi, like getting help, like they're staying with family, like getting help with her mm-hmm. while I'm out here, like basically like closing up shop, wrapping up the year and like packing up the house and stuff. Um, and so I've been solo. And so a lot of my time has been spent like packing, job hunting, but at the same time, like I've just like devolved into like the perfect version of myself where I'm watching like nineties action movies constantly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so like today i watched assassins because i was like and it, so it's it's the 1995 action thriller assassins starring sylvester stallone antonio banderas and Ju- uh, julianne moore and i was like I've, I've seen this and it turned out i haven't seen this i've never seen this one somehow and there's a point though where antonio banderas's character he does the thing that gets memed all the time where he like does like oh yeah and, like, or whatever and like kind of leans back and closes his eyes and shit and like you have to like surely you've seen this gif like a million times but it's like i finally saw it and i was like oh my god there it is like here i am like in the midst of just like you know getting this constant heart on for young antonio banderas i just get to see this pop culture reference this is what like what a day what a tuesday just i feel like at some point down the, down the line, maybe a decade from now, there's just going to be an entire subculture of people doing meme safaris. Okay, the, where they just try to consume media that that like memes derive from. So there already are meme librarians because memes oh are such God. a big part of culture. Like it's it's a it's a yeah it's a fledging study, but like it actually is kind of an important study in understand in understanding it has human to be, yeah like interactions yeah, like, because like the internet like memes have always existed in some form, but us actually referring to them as the modern ones a lot more recent obviously with the internet but like people do catalog because like there is you know like things like right now like the it's morbid time went from a stupid thing someone said on twitter <laughs> randomly to saving a movie from being completely forgotten for being <laughs> terrible because it also has jared leto in it which he's terrible allegedly i'm just pointing that out i'm oh yeah for legal reasons I'm so happy that the the sequel has not been greenlighted because of this fucking shit. <laughs> I'm so scared that because of memes, a fucking sequel for this goddamn movie is gonna be. Made. So, like, know, this I'd is be okay this with is... the movie coming back. Just do a different actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is a way that like kind of we're seeing how cult classics would happen before, but like on a quicker, larger scale. Because like. Remember things like like uh, Rocky Horror came out tanked, end up being picked up and like just shown at midnight movies, like movie like you know midnight um, movie theaters, and like just getting a following like that to now the point where like it's mainstream again to an extent, and people dress up and throw shit at the screen. 
but we're kind of seeing that evolve so quickly that it's going to become a cult classic and then immediately die within like the span of yeah. like two weeks. Yeah, because like I mean, like you you get that, but it's like you'd never have you you would never have Rocky Horror now. You would never have John Waters now. You'd never have like these like seminal figures. Anymore. Okay, are they trying to have Rocky Horror now? But like, there's so much of it that's such a product of its time. Like, how can you? What do you do when like one of the the most commonly used words in the movie is transvestite and that's not a word people use anymore really and that is the basis for most of the movie and they tried to redo it and it was not great I do think that there is um, I, I probably discussed this on the podcast at some point so I'll keep it short but just like the pace of modern media is so insanely quick um Oh yeah, I, I feel oh, yeah. like we've basically lopped through, like back in I don't know, back in the '90s or 2000s. The stuff that I do on my channel that I do for fun right now, where it's like take a you know take a game and and try to like critically analyze some aspect of it or some like underlying like, meaning. Like Xenoclash. Like Xenoclash, which is in <laughs> progress right now. I'm actually currently reading um, the Island of Doctor Moreau because it it ropes into the themes of Xenoclash somewhat. Um, oh my is, god, Tim, Timber! You, you can just take an audio snippet of your talk about it on our podcast, and you can add that in your. I mean, I mean, what the thing about the Island of Doctor Moreau? Because see, it was H.G. Wells' uh, piece of classic literature that I never actually read. So, and I, I heard it would. I heard that somehow it connected to Xeno question. I'm like, okay, uh, let's let's put the money where the mouth is. How does this connect? Actually, this. I don't know if this is exactly what Ken meant, but this is a good idea. Timber, you should just record, like, a 30-minute monologue of, like, something that you wanted to talk about. And if you're ever not able to, yeah. like, come to an episode, <laughs> we can, like, you know, splice in you talk in the beginning. And be like, I really want to talk about insert game here. And then you talk about it, and then Ken goes, yeah. <laughs> Do I have questions? Uh-huh. <laughs> are, are there any questions? But I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to go Moving to, on. um, I mean, unless, of course, you've read The Island of Dr. Moreau. Are either of you avid readers of books no. <laughs> from the 60s? Um, I have trouble reading <laughs> because the 60s, of dyslexia. No. And I think maybe ADHD, so no. Fair enough. But the point is, um, people don't talk about stuff like that anymore. They don't, like, stew in a discussion about a game's, like, artistic merits or what the what the developers were trying to do. It feels like generally people just take it at face value as, like, it's a piece of entertainment... Mm. I've consumed the entertainment. I'm going to move on because there's so well, it's much like entertainment. The people who are like, you know, the like the I don't want games to get political thing, but like my favorite game is Final Fantasy VII. It's like you're so close to not. <laughs> you're so close, but you're still not getting it. Like well, there's no politics. I'm like it's about eco terrorists fighting a giant faceless corporation. Yep. It. <laughs> It's as yeah, political like you, as it can get. That's the thing. Like people will no, play no. these things and and it's staring them right in the face and just like. Yeah, that was super cool. Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, you know, fuck the planet, but that was a cool game. Like, um... <laughs> Unlike Sephiroth Longsword, he he took shirt off and then others oh, fought him. I love I love big titty fire girl. She's hot. I mean, like the the end of that game is just the, like the battle of the twinks. They're just like they got their swords <laughs> out, no shirts on, and they're just like angrily hitting each other. It's just two twinks fighting over length versus girth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all it literally is. it. The, the the actual battle of all mankind, Link versus Girth. I'm, so I'm with I'm with you on that one, Timber. Like that's that's how I feel about I don't know the divisiveness, I guess, but uh, around Death Stranding. 
like no matter how you want to take Kojima like as a director or a writer or whatever I mean I think the point gets missed constantly yeah yeah because people are just like it's it's, it's the walking simulator game Um, it's like you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) it's it's Amazon delivery boy sim yes but also no yeah exactly yeah like yeah that is that is is an integral part of this game that is the framing Jesus Christ it's that and cutscenes. I mean, it's like like so. Just because I watched it last night and like I had a similar like brief conversation in the Discord um, with someone about this and like this is about like you know like the, the especially like in this case like the creators kind of missing the mark of what they're talking about. But I just watched the most recent uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. You know, a, <laughs> a narrative trilogy so far that's about fucking genocide. Mm-hmm. You know, and just murdering people for not being pure. Mm-hmm. But like. You know, Coming a lot of people are going to watch that the, movie. Straight from the brain of J.K. Rowling? No, she wouldn't. Yeah, you know, like you know, like a famous trans advocate? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like most people are going to watch that and go like, oh, cool, wizards. Right. And like they're not going to like they're not going to dig too much deeper into it. Yeah, or they're, they're, they're not going to stew in the themes. They're not going to let themselves like grow from the experience of what they consumed. And that's fine. You don't have... And not every media experience has yeah. to be that for people. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, can, yeah, you can definitely just watch, play, consume anything where you're just like, that was the thing. That's all I need to know. I don't need to go deeper. Right. Like, like I definitely did that. Monster Hunter to learn things. I definitely did that with the new Nicolas Cage movie, which I knew going in was Nicolas Cage which, doing some goofy stuff. Which and, one? He's done like a handful of movies yeah. in the past um, year. <laughs> It was the um, the unbearable weight of of um, massive oh, talent where he gosh. plays himself. Um, once again, so bad. once again, that's a lot of lot of other movies that he's played. <laughs> that, that fair enough that he has played a lot of movies, but he is himself in this one. Um, I won't go into too right, much I, because it sounds like Alabama. Actually, sorry, damn it, tofu. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm. De- it's it's on the list probably for yeah. this weekend. Here, um, here's what I'll say about it. it. Very excited. It's a very good movie until the final act, where I feel like they had a missed opportunity with um, making a meta point, and they decided to just like actually do a thing, and it it wasn't as effective as it could have been because of that. Like, I'm pretty sure Missed Opportunity is Nicolas Cage's middle name. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but man, the first few acts were so cleverly written. Uh, it's just a shame that they didn't know how to end it. Which is yeah, basically but... every video game made, but... I, mean, I had to see Top Gun over the weekend, and that was another one. People will like look at it and be like, cool plane movie, but it's like, but it's actually Navy propaganda. I was going to say, Join isn't it Navy. just it's a cool. huge-ass propaganda video of like hey it you is should a big the ad for join the navy look up these planes you can fly it's cool and it was two and a half hours long it did not have enough plot for that also it didn't feel like it was two and a half hours long that will be the one thing they do keep you busy with hey here's a plane montage i'm like you guys are way too good at this i hate that you're so good at this it get me distracted <laughs> but like well, i mean it's like it was just two and a half hours of them showing people in planes and then like maverick gone the kids aren't getting it yet and stuff like that Jesus and then like Christ. rooster just p- forgive me because apparently goose died in the first movie but i apparently have never seen the first movie so i was confused the whole time i was just like <laughs> what, what was top gun 2 then i left my mom's like this was top gun 2 i'm like oh i've never seen top gun 1 then she's like did you know that john ham is from st louis 
And the <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about I heard about that. So like John, like the John Ham, right? Yeah, the John Ham. The, the beginning the of the movie, yes, from St. Louis. At the beginning of the movie, I saw this. I, I my mom likes to talk all the time. Surprise, that's where I get it from. Even during movies, surprise, that's where I also get it from. <laughs> and the opening credits scroll. And first she sees Val Kilmer and she goes, oh, this is going to be interesting. Which I did not know anything had happened to Val Kilmer in the past five years where his to- his uh, vocal cords had been removed. So they digitized his voice for it. Did not know that. Really confused. I thought he had died. And then I see them flash the name John Hamm. And I see my mom lean over, put out a finger, but then like go back. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just waiting for it the whole time. I'm like, I know that she's going to tell me John Hamm is from St. Louis. Flash forward like half an hour or so, however long it takes to get to the point. John Ham's on the screen. She looks over. She's like, "Did you know John Ham's from St. Louis?" I'm like, "Really, mom?" <laughs> and then when we leave the movie, I'm like, "Oh yeah, John Ham's." She's like, "Yeah, he's from St. Louis." And this just continued to has been a thing for like the past like five days with me and then like other people who know about it. Don't know what point I was making, but John Ham is from St. Louis. If you didn't know that. So is Pam from The Office. That tracks. What were we talking about? Um, I was like, how did we, we get ta- here? I think you got <laughs> the point. So this started like, at point podcast theme. And- See, this is why I'm not allowed to host my own podcast, because like, even, like <laughs> I, I go on way too many tangents, which was an issue when I was on the more... Re- I've been on two other ones recently i was on b's podcast which went on for three hours and then i was on the Streamforge one recently which was only like an hour of recording or less and i had to stop myself from rambling because like they also just sat there and listened and no one talks i'm like so do i talk more <laughs> I, I must fill the space well, and then when you do talk about something you can't you you get you can't talk about that here. yeah that was a whole thing let's just so, do in some awkward silence here for like a solid 10 seconds Please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What sucks about editing the podcast is when there is that dead silence, like, you'll be listening to it. Okay, okay. Then the dead silence happens. You're like, did, did, it, did it cut out? Did it cut? So you're like frantically clicking Dude, around because like you weren't like, like actually paying attention. That, you're like, okay, that, no, it's, and then, that that is me doing specifically <laughs> this podcast. You're, you're, you're just like, damn it, Windows ninety five. Did you freeze? <laughs> did, I was no, like, did I push the space? Did, did I push the space bar by accident? Because nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we want to go over that because actually the topics that came up in that will be very perfect for tofu. There was actually perfect timing oh, for yeah? this to go on. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess let's seek into that. Um, I was on the I was on I, I was on B's podcast. I'll get through that one. That was Eyes on B. Uh, her and L Bixby they do like a weekly podcast where they talk about stuff we're like important to Twitch, and that one's done live. So we like had people talking and chat and stuff like that, and you know, like like you know, bouncing back and forth, responding to things, and like that. That's I think I don't think mine's up on her YouTube channel yet, but she's slowly going through and editing them and putting them up. Mm. Um, but that's one to check out. I'll Kill. have links to that when she has the bot available. Um, Kill. Imagine, was... imagine if we did this live. <laughs> I've thought about it, but we would have to keep to a strict schedule. We would have to keep yeah. to a strict schedule. Yeah, Timber. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that's inflated oh, no. the podcast times here. You just tell me when to stop. We'll be good. Right? No, or, that's victim Timber, blaming you just right there. Like, Timber's just victim you just... blaming. <laughs> 
what you do is you just get like a like an animated video, like a like a looping video of Timber, and like bring in the thirty minute clips every now and then. Just me, just or, me ooh, staring ooh. at at like writing a paper with my headphones on. Yeah, I just, I just need a, I need a timber. picture. I need a picture of you just like stroking your chin and just looking off camera, and then that will be the image that we can use if you're never I mean, on you can, the podcast. I think I literally have a profile picture out there that is that you do from one of my videos. Yeah, you do. You probably do. And I, I used it for. I think we have it as an emote. I used it for the the heart thing, the Remington heart thing, because <laughs> they were like, "Do you want a thing?" I was like, "I don't know if my wolf should be associated with this here. Have my actual picture." You know, like I want this. I want this. Isn't it? <laughs> is it this one? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, Except yeah, that's yeah. a very that's that's like you know my sixteen bit version of it. But yeah, that's what I was yeah say, man, that is really crunchy. It's impressionist, super crunchy. I think that was because I kept, when I first made that emote, YouTube spat my video back at me at like two forty p. And I didn't notice, so just like, eh, here you go, emote. <laughs> but yeah, why does that feel like super midwestern? Like, oh, this this is okay, it's fine. I'll just just put it up. It's good. No, no one's gonna notice. No, I I always figured if people cared, they'd tell me. See, people like the crunchiness of emotes after a while. And before Discord used to not enlarge them. So you couldn't tell it was that bad until they're like, how about if everything was like 1.5 times bigger than it used to? You're like, oh, now we can see all the seams. It's just like, congrats, guys. We have HD emotes. And I'm like, but but the emote I gave you was not HD. It's like when the news started going in HD and 4K. It's like, we did not need to see that. Okay. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the other podcast I was on more recently, which is the one that I have a lot more to talk about, uh, was the StreamForge radio podcast where... I've worked with these guys before. They do a lot of the sponsored stream uh, content on Twitch. A lot of people in the retro community, I know them from there. Like, I did a sponsored stream of Infernax. They were mm. fine to work with. Like, they, you know, they have different things on there. I don't know what I can say specifically about it because you do have to sign, like, a contract NDA type of thing just because of pretty standard business on that. Um, but they did, they relaunched their podcast. And after a long back and forth um, for about a month or so, we I finally got on. And it was with Xavier, the guy that's in charge, and I'm blanking on the other woman's name right now. I apologize if you guys are listening, but you might not be happy about what I have to say anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but we like it, they had me on there because they... I don't know if people requested. They kind of alluded to people requesting or like either a genre, like a community, or like a streamer for it. And like I was on, talked to me about retro stuff because the one guy, he collects retro a lot, and he wanted to talk to me about that. And at one point in it... Um, they had um, questions. Like, the, the thing that was taking the most, they had, like, questions from their community, and one of them was someone asking. Uh, they wanted to get into games, because they see people stream it, but they find it um, daunting and kind of, like, uh, kind of hard to jump into, because they, like, watch streamers and, like, people like me, who, like, I do kind of show it off, because that's kind of the point. Like, all of our hardware, all of our hard copy games, all the stuff we had, and they're wondering how to get into gaming. And, like, I mean... I'm I'm the worst person to try and like paint as anything other than um, being very open to that. I'm the person that that's like holding it, putting their foot to keep that gate open for people to like to get in or like swinging it open. But they ask, they're like, "What do you recommend?" I'm like, "Well, because <laughs> this is just me a normal conversation." I'm like, "I mean, you can emulate pretty much everything out there, but I mean, you have to find your stuff." And they're like, "Uh, we might have to clear that." So I'm like, so I'm like to back it up. I'm like, you know, of course I don't support piracy, but 
and then like i gave other options because like you can get a lot of games like if you want to say you want to play Mega Man, you can just buy that shit on steam or whatever your console right they took that clip of where i said i don't support piracy and then like gone on and then made that the bait for the beginning of the episode which is not the big problem but then they put as the title of the podcast and let me make sure i don't misattribute what this was Cody Hunter's huge games collection and condemning piracy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the worst person to try and paint as a gatekeeper for you got for video games. You got news I mean, headlined, I mean, man. Oh, that's great. So, that's that's just like, the mainstream Timber, Timber, media. Is, yours, is this the first time you're hearing about this? By the way, this particular story, what? yes. Yeah, yes. this just went up today. Like, this is all stuff that happened today. Like, they were supposed to send me a link to it. I don't know if they just haven't yet, but, like, I went and found the links and, like, shared it with everyone. But, like, I'm not too happy about this, like, title. Because, mm. like, it it doesn't read, like, sarcasm if you don't get into it. So I know it's a bait to get people to listen, but, like, if anyone just sees that, I look like a dick. Yeah, I mean, this is mis- misrepresenting you. Yeah, like, it's like saying it's like, like saying Ken, Father of the Year. Like the thing is, like I had a good Jesus. experience with them talking to them. It's just like it's like who decided this part of it? Because like they were fun to talk to. Even like I could see a little bit that they're like, oh, you know. But like since it's business, I I get I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get the business end of it. Sure, but you like, probably you probably also could have just. I mean, you know, I, I don't. Is, I, I would have to listen to it to know exactly what you so, said, obviously. But so, I mean, so. There is legit. Go 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 ahead. Sorry. Yeah. There is legit emulation without piracy. Right. Go on. Right. Right. I said. I even said. I'm like. Well, emulation technically is not illegal. Emulation and emulators themselves are not illegal. Uh, Where you get your games from is a different area. Like. Yeah. Personally, for most of the things I have, I'm the type that like will rip my own games, just because like for me it's more convenient to rip my own games because like I can go look for them. But if I already have them. I don't like it's it's already there. Like it's already there. Like I did that when I was um putting stuff on my PS2 hard drive and my old um PlayStation Classic when I was doing stuff. I was ripping them, putting them on there. Getting cart games is a little bit harder to do, but it's mm. possible. Mm. Like you they are they have a lot of like affordable ROM dump things that you can do because a lot of people get them so they can also save their childhood saves and stuff like that. So I don't think anything of it when I'm saying it. So, you know, the thing is I I, I listen to it in its entirety. And they even said there was parts that they had to cut, and they didn't do it. And I was yeah, just okay, like, "Okay, so they left that in." They left that in, and I was just I mean, laughing. It's, it's good title. Thing. I was I was laughing at that. I was like, "Dude, if this was me, so take it from me because I I edit two two other other shows, mm-hmm. and when someone says we're gonna cut this, bruh, you cut that, you cut the shit out because then if something like that, especially on the business end." interferes with something that might happen in the future fuck you're gonna you're gonna do your best not get that in the forefront because then otherwise mm-hmm. if someone gets in trouble they're just gonna throw you under the bus i have a bad mm-hmm. feeling about that <laughs> oh for sure and especially if if it's if if it's something where it has been established that that's just the rapport that you have with the editor like in most cases they go cut that out because whatever whatever reason they have right but if you didn't do it then you've just basically permitted defamation of that person by mm. putting words they didn't want publicly posted 
and then publicly posted them, right? Yeah, like, I, I need to listen to it myself to, like, just to double-check, but I might send them be like, hey, I'm not really cool with this title, at least, like, you could you could have made it maybe, like, and discussing emulation or something like that, or, you know, uh, tackling pirates. Like, you could have worded it something else, because, like, I... And that's not even the go, focus of the discussion. Go, you're yeah. retro. And like, it was in, like... Like, it does come up with retro a lot more, because just that is where most of this happens. Um, but, like, if it was in one of the questions, it wasn't even, like, our main topic of discussion. And, like, I don't know if this is unprofessional me to bring this up on here, but, like, I just... I don't want to be misrepresented in this type of situation. And, like, I'm very pro-accessibility. There are a lot of people in the retro community that are anti-emulation, and I don't know why. Other Like, there's anti-emulation for personal preference. Like, I don't like to emulate. I have no moral high ground or something on there with it. It's just, like, I prefer to play games hard copy because, for me, the whole playing older games is the whole experience. Getting the game, looking at the stuff... Looking, you know, looking through the book, like getting the game, looking at the disc, having it like displayed, you know, the physical disc, like all that. That is part of the experience for me. However, I don't have a problem with emulation. Do you think I own an like a legit copy of Clock Tower Two: The Struggle Within on PS One? Have I streamed Clock Tower Two: The Struggle Within on PS One? Yeah. Do I own it? No. Can you prove it? No. You can't. Can't prove it. <laughs> Even though Sunsoft isn't going to come after me, but like you can't. But, like, I'm never going to be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. There are some people that are so gung-ho against it that they'll, like, like, like publicly decry anyone. Use like, I don't know why people use it. And they'll, like, hide behind it being, like, a personal preference when they're called out. But it's like, but you're saying it is, like, like this is a straight fact that no one should do this. It's bad. But it's it's so much more accessible. Some games are gone, like, yeah. lost. There's the legitimate and, like, version of preservation because mm-hmm. the original companies didn't bother didn't care and like what's the interface of like old systems you have like maybe there's very little like in terms of accessibility um people who need to use any type of accessible like controller or you know um you know their own unique setup for something emulation's a lot easier to work with than anything else like there's a streamer who um plays with his chin i don't think he can do that on original hardware he he can't do that on original hardware for a lot of games he has to have that interface put in to work with what he needs. So, like, decrying that, I feel like, is classist and ableist, and people don't look at it. And the one one big person I know that's very anti-emulation, staunchly against it, is one of the people that's a, a very big proponent of accessibility and anti-ableism. So it's really weird that they don't don't, like, transfer that over there. And the same people who are also anti-emulation are the same ones that listen to music for free on YouTube without paying for it. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But, like, this, like me bringing this up mainly, too, because we got Tofu on here, who is a very big person who is pro-emulation and all that. What are your thoughts on this, Tofu? <laughs> like I was like, I'm gonna go on this whole rant until someone stops me. No one's stopping me. Hopefully, Fuck say no. something. I want to hear it. I mean, no. you know, you know my stance. Yeah, I was just I, like, rock so, on, brother. Especially because I already knew what when when we talked about this off air, what mm. and this whole mess of just me trying to listen to it. And for God's sakes, if you're gonna have a guest that that has a foreign name to it, learn how to say it correctly. For the I, love of I God. Don't, 
I I'm I'm in a I'm in like a gray area on that one because like I don't I don't mind like they they did ask me beforehand and I don't think the guy who did um who's the host I don't think he's a native English speaker either so I'm not too I agree with you but I but they did do their best <laughs> but yeah anyway but I so, do get that I, I do try, I try knew, your best I, to say the name try your best I, to say their name. Try his best to say the name, and especially with the brand that you're doing, mm -hmm. especially because you know, hey, you have this, and you have your Retrosaurus team as well mm -hmm. that you're trying to pimp out as for this, <laughs> um, just, so to speak. Tofu, I'm pimping you out today. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Love, love going to the corner. Finally, gonna make some money. Let's go. This is uh, our finally. resident Alabama tofu. Uh, he is in uh, beautiful Texas, and um, <laughs> you can have I more. Like how you paused right before you said it. <laughs> also, speaking of pronouncing names, I don't think I've ever been to Alabama. Alabama. Who said Alabama? Timber was like, this is Alabama. <laughs> Alabama tofu. Well, usually when it's a mispronunciation, I immediately go, what did Ken say? <laughs> yeah, it's far more common. Um, it's far more common with me because I just the pigeon English kind of just mix in there. <laughs> I do like that you don't that you don't try and put on more of a clearer, like, fake English, like, you know, fake, like, proper English. I'm happy that you're comfortable just speaking naturally here as best as possible. <laughs> I'm sure it's a little toned down, like we all do when we're on, but I'm happy that you don't just completely get rid of it. It See, see like, I do this for, for Ongaku to you as well. Well, I mm -hmm. try to not speak in um, Coralai, or, or Pigeon English, as, as much as I can, because... Well, then again, that's also dealing with a bunch of howlings <laughs> as well <laughs> for my co-host, and uh, I, especially we're, since we're doing a foreign naming sound podcast, mm. you can't be like, "Oh yeah, it's the kind, it's the kind." Um, you know, you get the kind utarikaru. That's a name, yeah. You can't you can't be sounding like that on a podcast. <laughs> But by the way, if you guys ever want to hear what I naturally sound like, go look up the arrest of um, what's his name, um, the Flash, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Look up his arrest video that happened like about a couple weeks ago. Ninety-five of the ninety-five percent of the people that are surrounding or that lives in my surrounding area speaks like that. <laughs> so. Uh, who 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 did you say um, likes how I speak, Kill? Brogan. Brogan likes Brogan. how you say certain things. If if you have a, a hoot out of that, uh, me saying certain words, you'll hear full blasts of how natural pigeon English sounds like in the natural good old Hawaiian Islands here. So, so go look that up. It's pretty funny. Where were we going where for this? Oh, by the way, yeah, where were we? <laughs> Tofu, go, go. <laughs> Say your thoughts about emulation. <laughs> yes, please. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So I, I uh, just I guess back like to give like some context on it. So I, I grew up like so I grew up super poor. Um, uh, I think my 
It wasn't until I conned a fellow classmate into buying all of my Pokemon cards for exuberant amounts of money, like at the time, um, and I bought a PS2 with it. Like that was the first time I was ever like up to date as far as gaming goes. Alan was um, just like, I retired after that. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never did anything else after that. I haven't worked a job. I sold all my Pokemon cards for about four hundred dollars, and I haven't worked since. <laughs> um, you know, it's the, it's the joys of living in a local cost of living area. So you've always been this type of businessman. Like it just it makes more sense now thinking back. It's like you were probably the kid like early on trading stuff for nothing in uh, the the cafeteria too, weren't you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is like you you have like if you grow up like that, like you mm-hmm. have to figure out ways to get the things that you want or like that you right. might you know, like you think you need or whatever. Um, and it's just, it's just a thing that you just like intrinsically learn and like, you can try to unlearn it, I guess. But in a lot of cases, I think it's served me really well. Like I don't, I did in the past, but like, I don't use it for like shit reasons now, but like I can use it, you know, if my wife and I are about to get screwed over by a company or like, you know, like whatever, like a salesman or something like that. Like mm-hmm. you can like pick up on it from other people. Knowing who how to like barter that. is a great skill to have as an adult. Oh yeah. If you learn, if you know how to barter and you have like no shame, like if you don't give a shit, like if you hurt someone's feelings, as far as bartering goes, like you can, there's a lot of power in that. Um, but yeah, so I bought a PS2, um, couldn't afford a memory card. So I played a demo disc that came with it for about a month straight. Um, but I had one, but like, so to give, to give that context, as far as like not being able to play stuff, like when it was coming out and then by the time I had it, you couldn't really find the games for it easily like you, know, you have like eb games or whatever mm-hmm. but like you know like i still didn't have a ton of money like i had to like do chores or like sell other stuff or you know like con other kids um but um so like now that i'm an adult like i, ha- I have adult money sure like you know i have like grown-up money job money but like i also have a family like i can't drop like 200 fucking dollars on an incomplete set of lunar 2 silver mm-hmm. or blue like whatever you know i'm not i'm not gonna do that there's no way but like, if I want to play that thing, I should be able to play it. So like, this can get into, and so I'm, t- I'm talking about me as well. But like, this goes for anyone. This goes for just like you know the consumer populace in general. So if you want to get into the philosophy of entertainment media, like entertainment media is made to be experienced. You know, like it's not a collectible. It's not you know like it's not like a piece of original art that goes on a wall. It is a mass marketed thing. That is meant that is made with the, the explicit purpose of being experienced, and if you're locking that that experience behind gatekeeping and saying that people can't like saying that you shouldn't be able to play it if you know there's only five thousand copies out in the world and they all cost five hundred dollars, or if you're like the streamer you were mentioning who literally can't fucking play it because like they have they have a certain disability, mm. then like that's completely fucked because not only are you you're denying the person, sure. Like, you're denying the person the ability to be able to play it and be able to experience this thing that you get to experience or that a lot of other people have gotten to experience. Um, but at the same time, if you want to start arguing, like, oh, well, we have to protect the integrity of the game or, like, the the create... What about the makers? Like, what about them? But the thing is, like, those, those fucking makers, like, they made it to be experienced and enjoyed. So... And, like, when it comes, like, to that part, too, like, I get supporting the art part of it. Like, I get that. And, like, if there is a way for me to purchase something that will, like, when they do an HD remaster or something, I will buy that to support, you know, whoever worked on it. But, like, there comes a point where you're no longer supporting that person. And if you only... a lot of these companies just aren't even around anymore. Yeah, like, like, me bringing up Clock Tower 2 earlier, Sunsoft doesn't make games anymore. 
they they still exist in Japan. They don't exist anywhere else. But like that license is just sitting there. You can't buy the game in any way, shape, or form in English except for a used copy of the original PS1 game for an exorbitant price. And right. like even buying that used copy, I could buy a used copy for four hundred dollars. Who is seeing the money for that? That made exactly. the game. No one. Well, we know one except for the reseller, and that's yeah. it. Just them. And like, so you meant you so another another. You said something. I can't remember what it is that sparked this uh, just then. But you also have like the ROM hack scene as well. Mm-hmm. So what about games like Blue Lagoon? That. Near like work, spent so much of this fucking li- or their life working on the translation for that. Now we have a complete translation. There's a, a Super Nintendo game from like what was it ninety four, ninety five, mm-hmm. something like that, that wasn't available in a full translation until twenty fifteen, twenty seventeen, something like that. I guarantee you, the people who made that game would be more excited about the fact that there's an entirely new audience that can experience what they made than they are about repro like being able to sell copies mm-hmm. of a game that couldn't even really be made now and like no company is going to put the money into it to mass produce it or whatever like they're the, I guarantee you they're more excited about the, like the, the prospect of people getting to play their game like the a, fact that some obscure a, game yeah. had to be translated by some random person on the other side of the world and I think they did it a couple times because they were never satisfied with how it was until near the end but like it took that long just for someone to do it for a system that's dead and the only way you can do that is through gray market like gray area means now yeah. to experience that and i mean like again like i i i fully support buying new games mm-hmm. i i'll i'll be completely transparent like can you can cut this if you have to but um like i 100% still use the torrent to demo stuff because like in 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 a, in a market now where like you like we're complete almost completely deprived of demos now like we you can't try things out 9 mm-hmm. times out of 10 i have a family like i have a baby like i can't just drop 70 dollars on some unknown yeah you don't like, even have no, like there's the no way. kiosk anymore to try things out and if you do it's no. like a video now or like a game from years ago and so I'm not going to do that. Like I will 100% torrent something, try it out, A, to see if I like it, B, to see if it even works on my machine. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like it or I don't, like, I'm not going to play it if I don't like it. And if it doesn't run, I'm not going to play it. But if I do like it, I'm going to wait for a sale. I'm going to buy it for, straight from the, like, whatever storefront the developer is getting mm-hmm. cut from. And then I'll play it. Like, I don't just play torrented games, but, like, I use these means to test things out because I can't, again, sure. like, I can't just, like, drop that money. A like, lot of my. A lot of people can't. I think a lot of my demoing method is just like watching let's plays or commentaryless versions of the game on YouTube. And then mm. um, if that catches my eye, then I'll be like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And, you know, steam refunds are relatively easy to work with because they, they'll give it out for basically no reason as long as you don't play it for mm-hmm. too long. So like, that's been kind of a a good middle ground for the demoing end of things, but it's still, you still have um, to have that money to begin with. Like, if you want to buy exactly. that $60 game, mm-hmm. you still have to go in thinking, I have the $60, can I pay for it? And sometimes they just refund that back to your wallet so you don't get that $60 back after you oh, fair enough. Yeah. paid for it. Like, sometimes they can, but th- sometimes they don't. I just, it, I've had both happen. So, like, you still have to have that, like, you still have to have the entry fee to go in. And, like, say you pay, pay the entry fee, it doesn't work, it doesn't work for you, you don't like it, whatever reason, but then they refund it, you're just still out that entry fee. So if that was like your $60 between like I'm having fun this week 
or like, you know, like now I'm going to have to be a little bit tighter on things because like, you know, I just want to try to make sure again, they can get into all different things with like yeah. finances that people can do. But like, I still feel like if people are going to always say video games are for everyone, why do we draw a line in the sand of where that what that means? Yeah. Like if are, are like, yeah. everyone supposed to experience these? Are these for everyone or just for the people who can afford the ever rising co- like price of it? And I know video games get more expensive, but no one's making Sony spend more money to make a movie. Like no one's no one's forced them to make another movie with button prompts in it. But that's where we are. It, there is also just the the triple um, Honestly, it's not even triple fault. It's just the way that corporate America works in general, mm. or or corporate world of just you have to make the next thing bigger. It has to be bigger. You're going to have to spend mm. more money so that it makes more money because that's the way that it has to work. Even though... I'm just waiting for the industry to crash again. It's yeah. going to. <laughs> yeah, even though we're hitting I mean, this point have... where it's like, obviously, the indie games are able to find success on, on a shoestring budget and make millions, and AAA is like, no, 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 we definitely need to make the world five times as large as the last one. No, it definitely has to have way more little beep bops that you have to collect no there has to be at least 500 side quests that are all kill the boar like it just they're just is it one boar or is it like 30 to 50 wild boars um i think it'll scale to your level and you'll have to have like oh yeah that's fair that's yeah that's the 30 to 250 yep um well i mean you also have the uh, the other side of that disgusting coin the uh the games as a service trend well, you can't archive I mean, those. You can't archive those. I mean, before you get locked into paying like a yearly fee or something like, I mean, I don't know. I want, I want to know if I want to actually like do that. Like, I don't, you know. Well, what's, what's really. I don't know. I, f- I feel like if companies are going to keep me from being able to buy a game outright, like mm-hmm. buy something I own, then I feel like I have a moral obligation to try it for free. I think, um, and, that, and that's totally fine. Like it. Piracy is largely a product of um, accessibility, right? If there, if you can't, if you can't get the thing in the way that you want it on the platform that you want it on, on, on whatever, because it doesn't exist, then you know it's not like you getting that is taking fun, funds from them. That, that's what makes it the gray area, right? Like you didn't take funds from them because you weren't a customer to begin with. Mm. like if you were going to pay for something anyway you pirating it's not actually that's the like the the fallibility of like a a lost sale if you weren't going to pay for it to begin with a one pirated copy it does not equal one lost sale you weren't going to get that anyway like people who are going to buy are going to buy either way and a lot of times piracy leads to more sales like even they have shown that happening I mean, you get the same thing in the music industry. I mean, mm, like, I think, sure. I mean, we're just we're seeing the exact same thing the music industry has been going through just five to ten years later. Mm-hmm. And it's and what's wild. What's absolutely wild to me though is that it's literally like beat for beat the same thing that's been happening, just with different platforms or like different media. Like One people question. just like like I was say people just like listen to music on YouTube now, which is its own form of piracy. Yet that somehow doesn't get considered that by a lot of people. The main reason willingly... the main mm-hmm. reason that that's accepted is because um, the way that YouTube's constructed their algorithm in a lot of cases, if it senses the song is there, 
the proceeds are going to go to the original artist. That's the way that they're going to the it. or it's at least going to. It's going to the like the, like you know Sony Records. It's not right. going to the artist. It, like yeah, the only it's going thing to the really label supports... itself specifically. Yeah. That was the word I was thinking of label. Um, the only thing that supports an artist directly is going to their shows and buying their stuff from them. Or let me let me name drop Bandcamp Fridays. Yeah, or Bandcamp. But like unless you can per- like directly purchase something from the band, very little of what you do to buy music or listen to music or even go through like legal methods or you know better channels like Spotify, the band sees almost none of that. Yeah, they get paid a contract, but like you know a lot of times, but they don't see anything more than that. Buying a, a CD now of a band does not really help them that much in the long run. You'll have to go see them on tour. That's why during COVID, a lot of bands were like hurting because that's where they made their money. I think it also depends on what kind of contract specifically they had with their record labels. Um, because it's usually an agreement of like a certain degree of split that goes between them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole... it's a big old can. <laughs> that can be its own other come... podcast episode. That'd be a fun one. I will, I will say, just to kind of wrap up, I feel I feel like I've, okay, like you and I have been talking about this. Mm. Like you know, you know my stance, like from the past, like what four years of us talking about this. Has um, been that long? Yeah, just about. Or I think it's little over. It's a little under, a little over four. One of those two. Um, that I've like cursed your existence. Um, mm. but I don't know. I meant like I've made your existence worse. I've, I worded that wrong, but um, <laughs> here's to but, half, um, a de- half a decade of suffering. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I feel like I've kind of summed up most everything I would say. Um, but if I had to kind of like sum it up into like one phrase that hopefully Ken would never edit out for legal reasons is um, theft is cool and good. I do. And that's a, that's an official stance from the Potosaurus. That, I do. That's where I, Ken's just like not going to mention he's part of Ongaku to you today. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if you ever heard of Ongaku to you, it is not affiliated with this podcast in any way. Uh, but I'm on that. <laughs> let, let, let's just say I'm not going to mention you guys this week or the next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Tofu. I had one uh, assigned question for you. Um, uh, you. You said that uh, you had the PlayStation 2, but you didn't have a memory card for it, so you were just playing the demo disc. Uh, did you participate in, in any 999-hour uh, save files of Kingdom Hearts, perchance, uh, or similar? Absolutely not. Um, no. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 when I was younger and then quickly realized it was not my series. <laughs> Well, I think the underlying question here is, did you do so? Um, I know Alchemy Fox had this with Kingdom Hearts was the specific example here, but where since they did not have a memory card, they just let the system run 24-7 um, so as not to lose progress and actually complete a game eventually one day. So no, so what I would do instead, so I never, I, that, that never even crossed my mind as a kid, like to do that. Um <laughs> What I did instead is like, and this is—it's funny too, like being able to like see this direct through line to now, where like I'm not like I wouldn't call myself a speedrunner, but like I have done speedruns. I enjoy speedruns. I don't enjoy the speedrun community, um, but like I like doing it. Or there's a—it's not even that I like doing it. There's a certain part of me that gets some kind of gratification out of it. And it's not even the like beating the record. It's the 
it's the process like it's the process of a speed run and it's like it's the same reason i don't care for like i don't like glitch speed runs like i just don't care for them they don't do anything for me um but like the the entire thing of like plotting out a route and learning how to be economic with your movements and like what you're doing and cut corners and find shortcuts um so because i didn't have a memory card this also went hand in hand with like when I was younger, if I went to my, if I went to my cousins or if it was during the period where I was living with my aunt and uncle, like if I played his games, he would never let me like have my own save or like he wouldn't let me like touch his saves. Like it was always like this hard line thing that I couldn't do. And so like what would happen is I would get really, really good at whatever game it was I was playing. I would get like freakishly good at like for a child at, learning how to get through the parts that I'd gotten through up to like whatever my like character's death or my game over was so that I could like the next time I played it, I could quickly get through all that to where I was mm. and try to force through it. And so like thinking back now, like, like one game in particular I can think of, or two games in particular I can think of is um, super Mario RPG doing a like full days playthrough run of that as like an eight year old because like I'd played it so much that I'd memorized what to do and where. Um, and then like as a 12 or as like a 13 year old or something like that, when I first played Metal Gear Solid 2 on uh, my cousin's PS2, I like played through it all in one night. Cause like I knew, you know, like if you died, like you could just get hit the continue, but like you couldn't, like I didn't have a save to load. So I would just hmm. keep continuing. And so I just played it all through in one night. And like, I just, by the end of it, like the full run, you know, obviously it wasn't like speed run speeds, but it was, it was definitely not the intended play length would at you, that point. Would you agree that speedruns are pioneered by poor kids with little free time? Absolutely. Because that, that's where it came from. A lot of people not having memory cards. And it's been like, well, I need to, I want to finish this. I have to do it as quick as I can. Also, rental periods, I think, really, oh, oh, yeah. really help that too. Poor kids, low free time, and like three days to beat a game. They will find a way to fit a, an hour, an 100 hour long RPG into those three days with time to spare. 100 percent. oh yeah i i beat kingdom hearts entirely on rental and i beat banjo 2 entirely on rental those were the two that i really knuckled down and tried my best to like get through during the allotment of uh blockbuster there were a bunch of other things that i did rent that that never saw the end like uh, what was it buck bumble um robot on wheels uh the 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 one with the shake shake girl um those those were fondly remembered blockbuster rentals but for one reason or another i didn't have it in me to like see those through the end but um a a crossover disney square final fantasy hybrid game that one i definitely had to see the end of i just needed to be like well how are they gonna how are they gonna conclude this ridiculous concept um and they still haven't and they still haven't that's the that's that's the real punchline um how where where did this start (laughs) oh you asked me if i if i left my consoles on oh yes yes um so there's that it was about piracy being okay (laughs) Uh, you know, this is basically the Kyo's like uh, that. That title's so wrong. We gotta, we gotta make an episode that's like the antithesis of that. Someone call Tofu. 
<laughs> he future he future guessed what was gonna happen and then was like yeah, yeah. tofu's gonna be on this episode just when this episode was gonna drop yeah fuck those guys <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're a pirate, I endorse you wholeheartedly. You keep on 100%. pirating. 100%. 100%. I will, I will never feel bad for that, like, for saying that. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, again, there there are different levels of it, and there are different areas. Like, there, there are parts that are, like, more or less gray. But, I mean, as a whole, emulation and piracy, like, I 100% uh, support. I mean, if I so if I, if I was a game developer, I would be happy if, you know, a handful of kids stole my game. Because, like, A... They probably they probably couldn't get it otherwise, and like I understand what that's like. I've been there, and yeah. I would rather them play it, hopefully have a good time, and tell their friends about it who can buy it or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's the same mentality I have as a musician. Like you know, if I I put music out, I mean if someone stole my music, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm, word of mouth, word of mouth is there. Word, I mean word of mouth. Yeah, I mean like, and it's not the same as like working for exposure. It's not the same. Yeah, you know, like it depends on like how like what your mentality is. I mean. If I put my music out there and someone's enjoying it, like I'm gonna get more hyped up about the fact that someone liked what I did. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot Ken, of Ken really can't talk about. I have again, theft is cool and good. <laughs> uh, there's lots of gradients to it. My line is definitely on like, I own a game. And I want to play it on my PC because it's a pain in the ass to put my PS2 into my capture card. Timber. It's a pain timber. in the ass, Kyo. It's a pain in the ass. Tim- you timber? plug one thing no, in. Timber. Give me that copy of Haunting Ground. You do not use it. <laughs> 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 <Yep>. But Kyo, <laughs> like, you like... are never going to use it again. Kyo, my, look, my monthly session of playing Haunting Ground in my living room on my PlayStation I will 2... P- I will pay you whatever you paid for it. No. That's just bad business. Don't do it. <laughs> the, the I, hey, hey, we were having a good time, Tofu. Look, Kel, Kel, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama's on our side here, okay? He's like, you want the Why game? Why are you going to Alabama? All of Alabama is on Timber's side. Ken, I don't want to hear it. called this out. You know exactly what kind of businessman I am. I know. I'm trying to get you to stop. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't stand by and willfully watch this deal go down. Unless you're doing the deal, then you'd be like, "Exactly, hey, 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 hey. exactly." <laughs> We're trying to do a thing over here. Don't come in here. Yeah. He's like, "Kill, I'll kill." Do not, Timber. Don't take that deal. And then he turns to me in, in like a, a little private message. He's like, "Hey, so if you I'll- sell it to me for the right price." I literally had a chance to get a $300 game for really cheap recently, but my Midwestern kindness stepped in and be like, hey, if you're hurting for money, this game is worth $300. You don't want to give it to me for really cheap. Listen, Kyo, here's... Oh, I did, I did the same thing. Yeah, with, the, with this. I'm sure it's the same, same person, person you're talking yeah. about. Like, yeah, you know, someone... I, I told them the same thing. Yeah, I was like, dude, you need to sell that Like, if you're in these dire straits. Mm-hmm. There's a person that was giving away. They were like, they just wanted to give away their collection because they had no use for it anymore, and they didn't. They don't like, like, I really don't like how the way retro it is going. Like, I get that, and like, I was gonna get four games. A lot, like, some of them were like, two of them were like closer to like sixty, seventy bucks. One of them was a little bit over a hundred. Then the other one was Wild Arms five, and I'm like, holy shit! And like, when I was talking, I'm like, you really have everything I want, and they're like, yeah, I'll send you. You can pay shipping. They just want them to go to someplace, you know, a good home, someone that would play them. But then like financial issues cropped up and i get it things happen out of nowhere nowadays i get it and they're like i don't want to ask you to pay for these but if you still want them like i don't know if i can give them away for free anymore i'm like i get it 
and let me and like I'll get back to you with like you know an offer. And me being the kind person I am, went to look up how all or how much each of them was worth. Gave him the exact estimate of what it could, or you know, the estimate about how much they were. Gave him like, here's how much I can afford, whatever you want to give. And like, I'm getting three of them. I'm not getting Wild Arms five anymore. But I'm like, if you're hurting for money, you have a nearly mint condition, ten year anniversary, tenth anniversary Wild Arms five with all the stuff in the outer box in good shape. If you are hurting for money, you need to sell that for full price. That is three hundred dollars that you could make at least. And I hate being a nice person. <laughs> no, I mean I think that that's 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 a great that's that like the time to be a nice person. I would there. feel bad, especially because I'm like I get it. Like I didn't grow up like dirt poor, but what I did grow up with like my parents were divorced. My mom was like basically single, like single parented most of it. My dad paid like the minimum he had to type of thing. It's a whole thing like that. But like my mom would be very frugal. Like we had a place that did five movies five day, five movies for five days for five dollars, like. And we would rent that here and there. We'd get five movies, like, on, like, every other Saturday we'd rent that. Because that was still fairly affordable. And, like, White Castle used to be cheap. So we'd get, like, those thing, and that would be a weekend thing we would do. My mom found ways for us to have money for it. So, like, but I didn't have a lot of games and stuff, too, because mm. of that. So, like, I, I get being at the part of, like, you know, taking whatever you, you know, getting what you can get. But, like, also, like, when people, I had things, people like, hey, you might want to hold on to that might help you out. Like, I, I, I really respect that part. It's, so, like, when people are going through, like tough time financially i'm not about to take advantage of them during yeah. that time i'm most likely going to give you a way to make as much money as you can to help yourself out of something and it sucks i, mean, I wish i was a bad person sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i mean and I, I i like my uh i was really excited so i had like the the, the games that i was in what, what, what would the right word be like in talks able with. to in talks with where it was a sealed Two, both of them were sealed in mint condition. It was um, Shin Megami Tensei Three um, Nocturne mm-hmm. and the collector's edition of Shin Megami Tensei Four on DS. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like these are a a they're like they are like my shit. Let's mm-hmm. go. And B, like part I'm sure he told you the same thing. Like they they said like you know like what they would really hope is like you know like he's he's going to give us these games and like you know one of the things when we play them he would love it if we could stream them. Mm-hmm. You know so and I was like yeah that's awesome that's perfect. And like when I realized that they were sealed, I could not, in good conscience, not tell this person to sell those games instead. Because my plan was to like make a big deal of it when I did finally stream it. That it was like, oh my god, like it's this collector's edition, blah 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 blah. Hopefully get hopefully get like a couple of collectors in there so that on camera I could like tear open the packaging and rip everything out just to like you know rip their give, give somebody a heart attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause that's another, I mean, that's another thing. Collecting is cool. I support collectors, but I also don't give a shit about collecting. Like the thing doesn't matter to me. Like the physical thing. Mm, right. But of course that goes hand in hand with my whole spiel about emulation. I don't like to keep things sealed, but I have been keeping things sealed more recently, partially for moving, but like someone just gave me a sealed copy of rogue galaxy and that game's not expensive, but like, I can't bring myself be. to open it. Like, I think I can get it for like a cop, you know, a used copy or like even a disc only copy for like, 20 30 bucks so i'm like i feel bad opening the, like with it being so cheap like i might as well keep it sealed because like it would be a good backup then if something happens like i'm not looking at it from like a what it could be worth something one day but i'm like feel bad opening something that's been sealed this long if it's such like a cheap like an affordable common game be a different story if i'm like i got you know a copy of haunting ground sealed i probably would open it if i wanted to play it even though it's worth a lot more money because like I ain't getting a backup copy of that. 
I'm not going to yeah. have another one around. And yeah. like, also, if I'm not going to get to the game anytime soon, there's no reason to open it yet. That's the other thing too. I'm like, there's no reason to open it just yet. I have a few games. Like, I think I have like six to ten games sealed right now, and that's the most I've ever had sealed in my life that I've never opened. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on with my life? One of them is Pimp My Ride, and the other one's Da Vinci Code. <laughs> I'm never opening those games. Oh my I'm God. never opening them. <laughs> hey, send me the Da Vinci Code. I'll start running that. Oh, you can get it for like four bucks on Amazon. That's how I got a sealed copy of it. <laughs> it would cost me more to ship it to you than for you to buy your own copy. It's just, it's just part, it's part of the experience. Oh, of course. But that's how I also tell Brogan I can't play it. I'm like, well, my copy's sealed. I really don't want to open it. It would ruin the value God. of this four dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Kyo, um, I remember you mentioning that you finally had a chance to play through Cyanara Wild Hearts. Oh yeah, we haven't got a chance to talk about that game. I cried at the end of it. Oh, that's cried awesome! At the end of it, because like a lot of emotions going through it. Tofu, have you have you played that yet, Tofu? No, but I know the general gist. I'm uh, I'm very excited to. Okay, play it. so next time it's on sale, to continue that, I'll get it for you because I feel like that's the thing to do. I'm still really surprised Timber played this being a straight man because it's not for you. It's not for you, Timber. <laughs> I, These are for the bisexuals in the world. Look, I loved that game. It was very good. I went 100 percent of it and got all the record labels. Now, typically, I'm not someone who likes indie games, but this one is a rhythm game for the most part. It is a very weird combination of rhythm and like action. Like everything's still like pretty automatic. Like you are interacting with something as it plays out. The music was good because it was one of those start to finish album type of things that was just like a pleasure to listen to. And this like they changed it up each level enough that you didn't feel stale. And like, I just like, there was, there's not a story, but there is a story and like, it was very relatable in in terms as well, or in some ways as well. And like, it was a beautiful story, start to finish type of thing, like a big journey to go through. And the visuals were great. Everything was pink, blue, and purple. Like, come on. Oh yeah. Like, this is like, (laughs) for anyone to be like, I don't get the bisexual part. I'm like, how did you miss it? It's like, it's in your face. Hey, it's it's I, my it's my channel colors, man. I got a pink and purple wolf. Admittedly, with a mint green background, but I'm, I'm missed opportunity, I guess. I mean, that's what makes it very straight. No, yeah, no, that's where you're just like you're you're just you're just the eye part of the bi part. <laughs> uh, I will say it, it playing it though did bring up one of the things that annoys me the most when playing games on pc and it's people bothering me on steam while i'm playing games <laughs> two people are messaging like how's the how's the game i'm like i was having a good time till i hear that <laughs> every time i go they're like i see you're playing this. shut up i don't i don't Stop. want to i'm talk. having if a I'm moment playing a game Stop. on pc yeah that too i'm like but if i'm playing a game on pc probably i don't want to talk to anybody like definitely i am on the pc playing a game that means that i am in a certain headspace and i don't want to talk don't want to talk to anyone right now and the, right. it happens every time i put it up so i had to like find a way to shut that off <laughs> that's incredible so many people wanted to ask you about that game specifically though because i really felt like it was not very known uh at least not uh, when it's I because it. it's because i'm playing the bisexual energy game or gotcha. i'm playing the indie game that's the thing yes, too yes, yes. but like i really like listening to like the last four songs they have together as like a um like a that... single track on the soundtrack as well it was the uh, medley up of everything or several although it's missing one song i wish that would make it so much better but they cut it out it's like the one right before cyanar wild hearts 
or Wild Hearts Never Die. It's like one song before that. Uh, is it then inside? Put it in there. The one with the... Yeah, I think so. I fucking love that song. Yeah. Um, one, one one of the songs that's not part of that. There's one more prior that like would make that more complete, and they just didn't put it in there for some reason. Let's see. But, is it the one against the um, the digital girl, the really sad one? I'd have to like hear it again. That's the thing. Yeah, like I man. like I know it when I play through it, and I'm like, I need to make yep. a mental note of which song this is, and then I completely forget because by the end of the game, I'm crying again. Yeah, that whole soundtrack but, is is in my Spotify playlist. It is great. That game also solidified some, this one thought I have that I always argue. Archers are inherently all bisexual. <laughs> if you are using a bow and arrow in something, you and you are not, you are appropriating bisexual culture. Nathan, so I'm a bisexual? You can be, if you feel that way. Otherwise, you're appropriating bisexual culture. Awesome. That's our thing, Ken. <laughs> Appropriating things is for white people, Ken. <laughs> but, you You're know. appropriating white culture by appropriating, okay? We are okay. proud howling. Meanwhile, over here, Kyo's like, I'm the worst person to be called a gatekeeper. Don't look at me with that shit. It's okay. It is almost okay. Pride Month, so I can do that. For one month, I'm allowed to I, gatekeep I can take pride <laughs> <laughs> doing this and by the time by I the can't. time this episode sh- airs it will be pride month <laughs> Dude, i can't i can't wait to go buy all my gay goods i wait for this <laughs> month all buy year. All this is the only goods. time i buy stuff have you tofu have you heard that sound on top on um tiktok where it's like hi gay happy pride month we at the butter <laughs> shop <laughs> yeah, <heard> today. <laughs> we are sashaying away with deals <laughs> Um, but I just wanted to let you know, uh, Kyo, that, that that game is exactly one haunting grounds worth of, of dollars uh, that, that has been delivered <laughs> to you. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the experience. Wait, how is it 100 haunting grounds worth of dollars? No, no, no. It was exactly one haunting grounds worth of dollars. It was not. It was not. It was one haunting ground of one of my haunting grounds worth of dollars. Well, then I will pay you back that amount that you paid for Haunting Ground, then. I'm glad that we figured out the price of it. I will pay you for it. No. How awesome. much was it? He probably paid under 20 He probably bought it when it was like a clear out. I'll give you 50 It was um, it was a used copy from someone who clearly didn't know its value at the time. But also, this was purchased... Gosh, what was it? 2012, 2013 that I got it? It was for a let's 60. play I wanted to do of, of the game. Tofu's uh, over there trying to give you money, but I know he doesn't have the extra cash to give you for that right I now. I mean, for, for listen, for the return I could get on it, I could give 60. Timber, oh, Timber, wow. I'll give you 100. I'll give you 100. No, no. Haunting, Stay out of this Haunting Ground's not for sale. <laughs> this is a prized artifact of the Timber Tab If you household. want to spike kill, you can sell it to me. <laughs> no, because I'll just harass you until you give it to me. Yeah, no, the that, thing that's that, the I point. The thing that would really turn him up is if he sold it to me. <laughs> you know, Tofu, you turn around and try and sell it to Chad. It, 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 it will take many copies of Glover. <laughs> okay, if I, I find a I Japanese version your... <laughs> of Glover, <laughs> I will lick your copy of Glover if you give it to me. Oh God, <laughs> just his copy of Glover. Dealer's choice. You pick the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A couple of them have gone through a licking. Hmm. Did we have anything else, or should we go to some questions? Because, like, there's really nothing happened 
noteworthy. As, and as, as much as I would love to, you know, further go into yeah. talking about emulation, yeah. I, I, I honestly only... would. I would love if 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 I wasn't in the predicament that I was in now with um, my other podcast, I would love to mm. talk about it. To be personally honest, because I have mm. a lot of thoughts about emulation and 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 things like that. Not not so much specifically on the gaming side but also on the music side as well yeah. it's pretty bad on on certain points and only now is it getting better just a slight um slight point here if this was eight years ago in japan i would have no problem saying hey if you want to get japanese music go fucking emulate it go download it dope go torn it what whatever you can because a lot of majority of those bands aren't going to get the international they're not going to get internationally known Mm -hmm. that's how a lot of them got that was through piracy like the ones that like Uh people do know now like do you think people were buying gax cds back in 2007 no 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 i mean i can guarantee you right now like i wouldn't be as big of a um electrical shock or guitar wolf fan if it wasn't for stealing their stuff to begin with i feel like guitar wolf would be okay with that oh yeah absolutely you kidding so but un- unfortunately, especially because Japan has finally entered the modern age of streaming and stuff like that. Granted, it's not all there, but a good majority chunk is there now. That it's I, a lot more accessible uh, than it used to be. Like you used to still lot... have to buy like fifty dollars CDs minimum just for like oh, you man. Know, a handful of songs. Or yeah. or even if yeah. it's out, I have a question. Well, go ahead. Specifically, just because you're talking about the Japanese music industry, so they're like, so something that I see like as as like an outsider. Finding like in my in my case like finding quote unquote a band uh, from Japan like in the past couple of years mm. and like I go to look them up and I go to like dig into the, their catalog and like the only places I can find that have their music are buying CDs directly from their website mm-hmm. or YouTube rips mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just like like are there services like that I just don't know about as an American listener that are like that they could possibly be on like as a Japanese band or is that just like a thing so, that's just like now coming out the, or what the the biggest the biggest market right now is honestly CD Japan CD Japan is probably the biggest market for internationally letting Japanese music or any um music that is published through Asia being bought by westerners so not even it's not even including Japanese. It could be Chinese or Korean music. A lot mm-hmm. of that stuff is all through there. And a majority of the other stuff is through Amazon Japan right now because Amazon Japan now ships internationally. Granted, you are going to be paying an arm and a leg for shipping for a lot of this yeah. stuff, but it is there if you want to to go ahead and buy it. CD Japan's been around for a long time too. I remember using them before. Mm-hmm. That's such like a fun like crossover. Like that would be such a good like long conversation. Like the crossover between like music and games. Like just just again going well, back sure. to accessibility. I mean, there were there were two topics that I kind of wanted to merge in here as well. Of just like uh, first of all, the um, mass explosion of the popularity of anime and the fact mm-hmm. that anime as a thing in the states. With the exception, like, there was some market penetration with things like Dragon Ball Z. But by and large, like, the first time I ever watched Death Note was not, uh, quote-unquote, legally. I had to go to some website that had rips of these things that I suppose were broadcast in on Japanese television somewhere. But, like, there was no way to see it in the States. Um, 
So it's like Tokusatsu is going through that right now too. Like we just finally got our first official Blu-ray mm-hmm. release after like mm-hmm. you know they noticed that like oh people are just pirating this. I'm like we'll pay for it. We we've been saying that, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like that's most like anime fans like our age. To be honest, though, like that's like thankfully a struggle that like Gen Z is not gonna have to deal with. Nah, you can get Crunchyroll, which has since assimilated and swallowed Funimation, so now it's just all there. So. Thanks, so Have at it. I will say, I, I like as as much as like pains me every time. Like I love, I love, like I I respect Crunchyroll's um, advertisement plan. Like I don't know if you guys have like any of the paid plans, but like I, I yeah. refuse. Um, yeah. So like I still have the ads, and what my favorite thing is like you'll get like two minutes straight of like seven ads, and five of those ads are going to be the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like I res- I hate it, but I respect it so much because it's just like we know how. Like we're gonna we're gonna break you down like it's fucking water torture. It's great. <laughs> it reminds me of the, those head-on ads that they used to have in the nineties. Where it was like, yes. you have a 15 second ad break. It's okay, we only need five, and then we'll play it three times. <laughs> that's that's such a good comparison. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the only other thing attached to this, if we want to talk about it, is the modding scene in video games. Something that basically died off because companies grew increasingly uncomfortable with the idea of their product being used in ways that they didn't deliberately want. Um, But I remember there was a stretch of time, particularly in high school, that middle ground of like not having money, but being old enough to want to start to to participate in the things that are maybe not so uh, parentally approved, um, that I had a Dell Pentium 4 and a copy of the Orange Box and I played the orange box to death. I played it maybe for two weeks of like just experiencing the Half-Life games and TF2 and all that. But there was eventually a point where like I learned that modding was a thing. And I learned that partic- specifically the source modding scene was massive. So until I was able to upgrade that PC, I think I played exclusively source engine mods for like four years. It was just stuff like uh, Zombie Master. um, There was something called Dystopia, which was like a cyberpunk version of um, Team Fortress 2. Um, There was Dear Esther, which has since seen multiple remakes because it was originally a source mod. Left 4 Dead was originally some other thing. I don't quite remember what they called it. But all of these stemmed out of... I think a company not realizing what they were doing when they're like, here you go, uh, have our, have this toolkit that'll let you just make our game into whatever you want it to be. Um, and I, I feel like since it was basically Valve and Blizzard that really hopped aboard offering these services, it, it, it spawned tons of creative ideas and games. And since then, every other company's just had this shut door policy on it with I guess Bethesda is the only one that still does it today, but that's mostly because they released Skyrim five times. I mean, I think a big part of that's like the bur- like the the mainstream bursting of console gaming into the scene. I mean, because like what, what you're talking about is like essentially the PC gaming scene, which is seemingly you know, it's, it's extremely dying. open to modding. It's open to modding. Well, yeah, but it's I, also I was dying. like at the time, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it, like, you know, like that was like specifically a PC thing, and then now you have like companies like Sony, 
Microsoft now, like with the Xbox and Nintendo, like they like their history is like putting out things that you only get to play one way. And so like now that they're putting their games out on PC or like whatever, or you have companies that want to emulate those companies because they see them as successful or whatever. Right. I think a lot of that mentality is coming from that. And I'm not saying like, I'm not putting the blame on like console gaming. Console gaming is great. I mean, it's, it's great for a lot of reasons, but like, I think that's a big part of it. Um, You're absolutely right. Thankfully though. I mean, thankfully we have stuff like Minecraft. I mean, I don't think, as far as consumers go, I don't think there's going to be a, like any issue with consumers not still wanting to be able to make something of their own. Like, like that's one really great thing, like teaching middle schoolers this past year and like seeing the kind of shit that they would make for my class in Minecraft. I mean, like it's, it's essentially the same mentality. Um, and it's amazing. I mean, like some of the best, some of my favorite games growing up were like, were just mods from other stuff. There's a, when you mentioned like a cyberpunk shooter, there's one I'm, I can't think of the name of now, but it was on Steam for a while. It was free to play. It had this some like phenomenal soundtrack, and I think it was just the source mod. Like, would uh, it just didn't have like the source style graphics attached to it? Okay, but like it was one of the best first person shooters I've ever played in my entire life, and I can't remember the name of it. Damn. Hold on. Y'all talk while I look this up. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got. I got baby pictures of the Borzois, and I'm like crying over here. Oh, Borzois <laughs> are adorable. Oh, you got it. We didn't. We don't know which one. It's gonna be another four or five weeks before we. You're adopting. Seal which one we get. Um, but we're supposed to be getting the contract soon, so we can put a deposit down. Yee. And no one give me shit about this. Some people like to give me shit whenever I talk about we're getting a bre- get a dog from a breeder. People have. No, like, I don't see any problem with them. I know. The, the like dogs, I, 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 dogs like, are dogs. I am the type that would. I'm happy with any dog. This is my girlfriend's yeah. dog that she is giving herself for her 12 years of working her ass off to be a doctor. And you mm-hmm. can't just find one of these in a rescue. So, like. Yeah, Borzois are very up. uncommon. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so cute. I'll post pictures in a minute. It's well, fun. and like I, I don't breeders aren't the same thing as like puppy no. mills either. Yeah, yeah my, like, my in-laws like they, 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 they breed dachshunds, or they used to breed dachshunds. My sister-in-law and her family breed um, corgis. corgis, but like while they have them, like they, they, they love them. They take care mm. of them, just like, like you know, and as like, like they are theirs technically. We're trying to make sure we get a dog that is going to be good for having around kids. Like that's it's yes, you can find a dog from a shelter that can do that, but it's a a little bit easier to know what you're getting into when they're coming from someone who's who specializes in them. So you'll be like their temperaments, this, that, or whatever. Here's how you can do it. Like it's a lot easier. And like I definitely would like to get a shelter dog next, but yeah. Anyway, go back to what you're talking about, so I can look at these dogs. I was just gonna loop on that. Of I didn't know that you mm-hmm. were looking or planning on adopting a thing, but um, this, this is girlfriend's plan. Yeah, it's been her plan for a while. I'm in the process of getting a bunny. Um, from the shelter. That's it's on hold. That sounds like. This definitely a, sounds like uh, Alchemy Fox put you up to it. Well, so, I mean, she <laughs> she influenced the decision, but like it was also very logically driven of just like we're in a small space right now. So like I would get a dog, and oh we would God. both love to have a dog. It's just not the the right time for one. Mm-hmm. But um, having a especially pet, for an apartment still. Yeah. So in an apartment like this. Um, I think the bunny will be happy. He seemed like a really energetic, friendly one. Um, so, uh, his name's Phantom. So, Ooh. Hmm. so I found, I found the game. It is Neo Tokyo. Tokyo. Okay. I feel like I've heard Neo Tokyo was fantastic. I feel like I saw this. The OST is like 
it's top tier. It's just like it's this amazing like house music is so good. Taking a look right now because I basically lived on mod db for a good long time there and most anything that was a mod was something that i was at least aware of okay i feel bad i didn't actually play this one um it reminds me a lot of dystopia um but i think the problem is i played dystopia and then i saw this one i was like oh this is just dystopia and then i just like brushed over it because it's the same sort of concept right but what's funny though is like i don't you would we would have so we would have so far fewer good game developers and game directors now if like you didn't have things like torrenting emulation and modding like you know in our in our history i mean like how do you think those people learn learn their craft you know, it's, it's just it's wild to me yeah and you feel it. I mean, I feel like right now the gaming industry is in kind of a bit of an idea stagnation because it's it's being slightly driven by indies a little bit, but the AAA scene, I'm not going to get into it because Ken's going to get mad again, but there are, <laughs> there are good ideas coming out every once in a while, but by and large the AAA scene does like to play it safe. They usually play it. Excuse me. For, Excuse for Ken. me. Excuse me. Can, can Excuse you have, me. Can Besides have any, uh, Returnal. <laughs> which which we still haven't played, goddammit. Uh... Come on. <laughs> the co-op version is available. <laughs> this is true. How, how do you feel, Ken, about a, uh, a game trying something new like Death Stranding and just getting shit on for it? triple-a game at that specifically yeah do, do i don't know what people want i don't know what people want like i love death Stranding because they tried to do something new and then people are shitting all the fuck over it and being like oh it's too disaster what the hell is it's just so boring because you're just walking are you fucking kidding me this is the most exciting thing to come out of like a triple-a budget in what 10 fucking years eat my ass Dude, I was just like, I love all the eccentric ways that you can do your deliveries. I just fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. No, no two deliveries can be the same, especially, especially if you're playing on different servers it, with all the different routes that are laid across because oh, of all yeah. the all the um, advancements. I'm using that in quotes for from the other players in the world. No, no two deliveries are the same, and I just love that. Especially if you're talking to other people, especially if they're on different servers, it's so good, and I love that. Just that experience, and just that that camaraderie of like telling your story of how you made a delivery is hella fun. Well, and even just like from a narrative point, I mean, just like people joked about how batshit stupid it was, but I mean, like, a that's just like what do you expect from Kojima, and b yeah. Like at least it was something interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah. I like and, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it when I played it, but like The Last of Us Two was exactly what I thought it was gonna be when I bought it, mm. and it was the same fucking story I've you know read or seen or whatever like you know the past fifteen years. One of the things that I appreciated Death Stranding for was the fact that it's you know it could have made a sequel. It could have made it. This was when I first completed it. They could have made a sequel because we didn't know what they're doing now but overall the story had felt complete all the loose hairs and strands and stuff like that was mostly ended. strands 
Yeah, strands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a strand it's a strand like game. You know, I'm using that PR speak that Kojima loves. You tell me it's not a stick game? Yeah, yeah, not a stick game. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed that as well. Game. Like I really liked getting like I went in for a complete experience and I got a complete experience. That felt it, nice. My my first playthrough of for the PS4 version, I completed eighty percent of our road, our server's road. I went fucking hard on that game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do roads. I did the uh, the fucking like zipline things. The ziplines um, are so much fun. Once you get I to saved... that that last part of the map for the mountains, that's the oh one I was God. about to say. That, that big fucking mountain range, like up in the yeah. snow. So what I did is I, I I saved most of my resources up, like like as far as like how much stuff you can put down, and yeah. I built this like I'll just go and say it. I built this phenomenal zipline system that you didn't like. You could start at. The main hub that's kind of like in that like swampland kind of area yeah and you could go around the entire mountain stop off wherever you wanted to and then go back up to the main one uh like in the mountains like in the center of the mountains and then up to the um the hermit uh person like up in like the highest point Mm-mm-mm. and you wouldn't like if you didn't want to you didn't have to touch the ground like ever you just rode my fucking zip line for five minutes straight and like it was amazing it felt like it felt good like the amount of like likes and or whatever like you like in the amount of like uses you would see like coming up on it it's like i felt like i built something useful for people and that was like oh, yeah. that was rewarding it was so good yeah no no i completely understand and like unfortunately i would love to go back and play director's cut just because they included so many new items and i kind of want to see how that aspect changed the the way that i'm doing deliveries but I also kind of want to play that that DLC part as well. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's just like, oh man, I really want to go back to it. I know. And I keep putting it off. Yeah, same, same. That's that's this is oh, this is fun. We can we can tie it back to something. Just this is a good this is a good example of like you know talking about um, torrenting to try something out. So because I know like how intensive the um, the fox or not not the fox engine, but like the uh, the engine he's using now can be, and like how nice yeah. everything looks like. I 100% stole that fucking game when it came out to PC because I was like, will my PC run this? Mm-hmm. When I found out it did, I, I 100% double dipped. Like, I've bought that game twice now because mm. I torrented it. So it's like Kyo said, like, if someone's not going to buy it, they're just not going to buy it. Yeah, the, it's oh, not yeah. a lost The whole idea of a lost sale is perpetuated by, like, big publishers, but, like, it's not... Like, they, they weren't going to buy it anyway. Like, if you... That's why PC games sell so much. People buy so many is because, like, they make... Like, they drop them to a cheap price and people will buy you know a five dollar game so yeah. but the people who like still think five dollars is too much or they weren't gonna they don't want to buy it they weren't gonna do it in the first place you can oh, make yeah. something no. dirt cheap you make it a penny I, and someone will still steal it yeah i mean I these days no these days i get games go. that are um that are given you know completely for free and that's not a guarantee that i'm gonna play it like it just ends up in my mm. library as this lump yeah. of free video game People mm-hmm. point out all the time all the games that are free on Epic, and I'm like, that's great. I'm not going to even redeem them because I know I'm not going to play them. I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, don't grab it if you don't think you're ever going to play it because there's no point in to be hoarding digitally because it just mm-hmm. sits there. And I have to try and figure mm-hmm. out, do I actually want to deal with this or not? Go ahead, Ken. So th- there was one thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, so Crunchyroll, like going back to Crunchyroll for a bit here, they made a statement saying that, you know, I think it wasn't this season. It was last season's. Um, it was winter season for this year that 
they weren't going to air the seasons one for the free users. And, you know, once that was announced, everyone was getting on the kerfuffle and saying, ah, this is why we sail the high seas, ah, da, 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 da. You know, you're, you're alienating the free users for that. And I'm just, like, thinking to myself, you guys, the guys that are making the biggest noise about this were the ones that weren't going to pay for it anyway. Mm-hmm. Not going to use Crunchyroll anyway for the services. And they were mm-hmm. just giving the idea of perpetuating that, you know, torrenting was okay. And I I, I got really pissy about that. <laughs> I was like, hey, do what you want. I completely understand. But just don't be on the soapbox and be like, oh, yeah, companies are screwing the free user experience from that. No, no, no. You guys weren't going to do that anyway. I just got I got really pissed about that. Angry Ken. Hey, really quick, did you guys know that John Ham is from St. Louis? He's from St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, dude, John <laughs> Ham, like the John Ham from St. Louis is from St. Louis. I wonder if he's from the same area that Pam from the office is from. Is Pam yeah. from St. Louis? Yeah, she is from St. Louis. Oh my god. I wonder if they know each other. They might. They probably went to the same high school together. If I ever meet John Ham, I'm gonna ask him where he went to high school. I mean, like, what do you expect to run run into John Ham? Like, what do you like? Where you? I mean, sometimes to he comes back to see his mom. Where's his mom live? I don't know. Same That's what I'll have to ask him. Where he went to high school, then I'll know literally everything about him socioeconomically. Well, if you did it, not know, do, I don't, do, have I explained this thing? The most common question asked between people from St. Louis is, "Where did you go to high school?" Because we have a ton of them. Everyone else is like, "Why do you care?" It's like because we have a million high schools here. There's a lot of local ones, like for like the public schools, and then there's a they used to, at least there used to be a metric fuck ton of public and Catholic schools in the city as well. So you mm. can learn so much about a person by finding out where they went to high school. I say the oh. one I went to, people know that I'm like upper lower class, but then like I find out someone went to Kirkwood High School. They're from money. They're from money. I already so. know for I bet that they came from their parents are at least upper middle class but if they're from like Ladue their family's loaded I know everything so, about them because of that Kill Hawaii mm-hmm. is exactly like that Yeah Ex- Hawaii is exactly like that If I were to say what high school I was from they'll be like where because my my school does not exist anymore currently mm-hmm. So no no one knows where that school is But if they said Punahou, you know, the school where Barack Obama graduated from, they know that that has clout. You have money. And mm-hmm. you're a fucking asshole because you lived around money. <laughs> Case in point, all my cousins went to Punahou. <laughs> and then you're from a more working class neighborhood? The... Yeah. So you said that's the one that Barack Obama went to? Yes. I wonder if he knew John Ham. I wonder if he knew yeah. John Ham, but I'm working I'm more interested, like do you did did any of the other graduates come out of there with like a um a very strong leaning towards drone use or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very much so. You know, Punaho's uh Punaho's whole entire thing is about, you know, the the engineering companies and all that stuff and more into the electronic robot robotic clubs for drones. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're just yeah, like approaching Punahou, you you can just hear the drone of 
50 you just to gonna, you hear girls. that <laughs> just humming it over so much more suggestive when timber says it you just you just hear it just coming at you and just it's like in slowly, but sh- i don't know may, may you know maybe fangirl needs to have me do the audiobooks <laughs> her next her, her, her next book's gonna take place there i don't know man i think snes should uh, yeah. do one of them rising Oh Punahou my God. Rising. And its sequel, Punahou Depths, or The Depths yeah. of Punahou. <laughs> the Depths of Punahou. Should I mean, we move on to... That, that, that could be slang for... for uh, <laughs> that could be slang for Nani, if we, if you know what you're talking about. We're really earning an E today, aren't we? Should we head on to questions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. are, are we moving we... on to questions, Kyo? Yes. Okay. Um, because there's not really much else in the news for games, and I'm only going to talk about playing Star Ocean, and Timber probably played something. You know, Clash that 2. Ken doesn't want Woo! Timber do- <laughs> or Ken doesn't want to edit around that today, so. I beat Elden Ring finally. Nice. Probably. Yeah, I'll never touch that game again. Thank you. But we have some questions in my server, a lot of them actually for Tofu. Um, our first one is from KDog1 for Tofu. They even start with for Tofu. Uh, Damn. Do you think Rocksmith is a good way to learn the base? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, like, I would, I will say, like, um, it's really good for just learning, like, your way around the instrument. Um, but, like, you, I think if you really want to learn how to play whatever instrument you want to play, like, be it bass or guitar, like, you still need to pair it with, like, traditional traditional practicing as far as, like, scales, like, memorize, like learning where the notes are on the frets, um, the relationship between them. Like, just, like, suit, like super basic music theory like not even just like digging into it but like it'll, it's re- it's really good for getting you comfortable with the instrument um and like learning how to play it if that makes sense like obviously it's not going to teach you really any of the um the theory or like the, the mechanics but like as like a like a hands-on working tool absolutely it's like the it's it's got to be like the biggest return on an investment as far as music making or mm. like music performance that I've ever done. Like it goes on sale for like five dollars, like all the time. I got it for five bucks. Um, my let's see, I did that. If you want to use the custom DLC that the community makes, you have to buy um, the Smashing Pumpkins Cherub Rock DLC for like a dollar fifty. Um, something about like the song ID is what's been spoofed. Um, so that's what we're at six fifty now, um, and then I pay. So you don't have to if you have an audio interface and like the quarter inch jacks, then you can just use that. Or if you want to do what I did and like really splurge like a rich asshole, you can spend eighteen dollars on the official like quarter inch to USB um, plug or like a instrument cable. It reads a lot better and it's just easier to just like literally plug and play. But like all together, I spent. What's that like twenty four dollars altogether, and it's just like it. It's been invaluable. It's it is it's it's my most played item on like any of my digital storefronts. I mean, it's yeah. It's if you want to learn how to if you want to learn how to play it or just play your instrument more than like it's it's I I would say it's like a like a necessity. I mean, it's just it's so nice, and I would get it now if you can. Like I don't think they would delist it, but you never know the anymore. New, you never know and then the the next version that's already being been shown um i think it not i don't think it was a state of play but i know that there's there's already trailers out for the next version it looks very it looks very uh game as a service uh leaning 
like it, it feel it just has like the feeling of something that's going to be a subscription based model. Um, so I would go ahead and get it now if you can. Um, yeah, because I don't know with mm. that kind of model, like I don't know what the mod or what the custom DLC scene is going to look like for that one. I'm just going to say right off the bat, almost none of these questions are for us guys, which is fine because <laughs> we have a guest today. This is great. This is this is my podcast now. All right. Um, next question is from Bakuman. Uh, for tofu, what music instrument do you use? Uh, well, so well for Rocksmith, since this is a gaming podcast, um, for Rocksmith specifically, it's just bass and guitar. Um, if we're talking about what all I play, it's bass, guitar, drums, keyboards, banjo, mandolin, um, pipe organ. I guess. I feel like times. I feel like if you play more than one instrument, drums is just in there by default. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I know a lot of guitarists who, specifically guitarists who have terrible rhythm and could not, like, they, they, they couldn't hold a beat to save their fucking life. I'm one of those. They call themselves lead guitarists. It's amazing. I can play piano, voice, and guitar. I am terrible at drum. There you go. Why did you sound like a third world in my grand? <laughs> <laughs> Just As a tall white, I'm not going to comment on that. As, uh, as Anyway. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Next question from Barton. Wait, 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 wait. I have a question for Tofu. I also have a question for Tofu. Mm-hmm. What, what is your preferred instrument for Guitar Hero? Guitar Hero? <laughs> guitar Hero? That you mean or Rocksmith. Guitar Hero. Oh, Guitar Hero. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I got this one. So my, my preferred instrument, the one I would pick, is um, guitar, so I can show off. Okay. Perfect. I like drums. Drums is cool, but it's like... It, like mm. I don't know. You're just making too much noise over everybody look, else look, like it, in real life. It works with my like no thoughts brain that I can't have thoughts in because I get too distracted. That's fair. I also like to do the vocals if I if I can vocals like, is fun. if someone if someone else isn't there who like also wants to be like everyone look at me. I prefer to do the vocals and like instead of sing, I just scream everything mm-hmm. as if I'm at karaoke oh, and I'm sure. just, like six shots in. And if the whole if if it's a really packed room, there's tons of people playing. There's always the tambourine. Oh God, you're right. I forgot about the tambourine. <laughs> That's a good question. That's the best one of the night. Thank you, thank you. I'm honored. All right. Next question is from Bari for Tofu. Who are you, and what's the meaning of life? Um. Well, my my name is Zach. Um. And the meaning of life is you, well, it depends. It depends on when you're born. Uh, if you are born now, as you were, Barry, um, body, um, your, the meaning is for you to get a job. You try not to get sick so that you can stay useful. Um, when you do get sick, you try to get as, get better as fast as you can um, so that you can get back to work. Because, you know, if you've noticed whenever you talk to people who are sick, you know, like that's kind of how you gauge your sickness is like whether or not you can go back to work, not how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, pay your taxes. Uh, for you, Bari, don't get shot by cartel members. Um, what else? Um, oh, and um, steal as much as you can and try to get away with it. Because... Um, People in power and corporations are going to do the same thing to you. So, you know, steal it back. Why not? Again, theft is good and cool. All right. Next question um, from Puddin. Um, oh, wait, no, sorry. From Borb. How do you feel about hyperpop? 
I haven't listened to a lot of hyper pop. Um, I've listened to a lot of like happy hardcore. Um, I know that's different, but hyper pop, the closest thing I can think of to hyper pop would be stuff like, it's probably not even going to be hyper pop would be stuff like uh, Sophie. Uh, but if, if that's like what they're thinking of, then like, I like what I've heard. Isn't I think... Sophie just like sounds of like drains draining? No, 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 no. It's, there's, there's beats and vocals isn't, and stuff. Isn't, it's, isn't, it's music. Isn't hyper pop Sophie's just wonderful. Hyper... I don't know. Hold on. Let me, let me look up some hyper pop really quick. Hold on. Shelve that question. I'm coming back to it. Okay. Um, the next question, because like I asked briefly, if there's a hyper pop, does that mean there's also a hypo pop by Bari? I would assume so. Mm. If not, then it's coming. A follow up to that is from Puddin. So there is prog rock. What is regressive rock? Punk rock. Isn't that, I see those. Wait, isn't that transgressive like, rock? Isn't that reggae? Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. Uh oh actually no 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 no. Uh if you have prog rock, the opposite of prog rock would be like ambient. Okay, so that's regressive drone, rock. Drone music. Drone music. Okay. Yeah. Um so I just listened to like you know, like thirty seconds of some hyper pop and yeah, I'm a fan. Hmm. I like this a lot. I like the aesthetic too, like the visual aesthetic. There is an and I'm a big fan like I like minimalism, but I'm a big, big fan of maximalism. There is a hypopop tag on SoundCloud. Uh, it has an image of Bart Simpson crying. That just sounds like early vaporwave, just like what you've described to me, though. Playing a melatonin. Yeah, I, I'm, I have a feeling that this is still trying to break out. It's trying to break Earth, but it, it exists. That's like the fucking joy of the internet like being able to see that shit happen in real time like finding out about um vaporwave like when it was still super super small and mm -hmm. then like being able to watch it grow in real time has been just like fascinating it's been so 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 cool to see that I love and that is all the questions we have today none of them for were for for us which is fine <laughs> thanks thanks guys Sorry. If you like, Kyo, well, thanks. I, I can call the question I asked you earlier about Sinar Weller. It's a listener question. <laughs> no, that's no because you don't listen to the podcast. Well, I'm listening to it right now. So no, you're not. You're you're just actively taking part of it. It doesn't count. You guys have a podcast. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else we want to go to before we wrap up? Kyo, if it's, it's about Zeno Clash Two, you can save that for next time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask, are we? Where can we find you? Wait, are you taking over now? <laughs> well, you're not doing it, so I mean, I just, you know, this is a mutiny. That's now. why I'm making sure if anyone has anything before Timber. Why is you? Why is it always like this is your first episode? <laughs> All right. Well, if the answer is no, uh, actually I do. <laughs> okay. What is it? Okay. So on my on my website ongakadu.com, we had a the lovely privilege of interviewing the wonderful artist Vicky Blanque. And if you guys have a chance, go on my website and check that out because. I had a lot of fun doing this interview with him. He is a very interesting artist. 
and one of the things that I absolutely love about doing doing what I do is these interviews and I would love feedback honestly if you guys could check that out but that is all you can find it at ongakuryu.cams but yeah it was fun very very fun nice hmm. that's also where you can find well, Bang Dream and uh, Anu Aiba and... we're not there yet Timber. <laughs> we're not there, there. <laughs> alright since all right, let's wrap up here. Let's wrap up here because I'm. Mm. First off, let's ask our guest Chofu. Thank you for thank you for joining us on this very. Um, I don't know how to this episode of Potosaurus. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, so we're just gonna not use adjectives. Um, but thank you for joining us. Where can people find you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Um... TikTok and Twitch at Alabama Tofu. Um, some version of that, I think, on Twitter or on, I think on TikTok, it's like there's an underscore. Is it Plant Daddy Alabama. on there? Uh, well, no, well, that's my username, but uh, my at is uh, Alabama Tofu. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I, I was just try to keep it all simple. So yeah, Alabama Tofu anywhere. Um, I would give out my music and personal art information, but that would be like the ultimate docs. Um. You got, you got to take me out to dinner first for that kind of thing. That's when you'll just drop that in, in conversation like, uh, by the way, here's my album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, actually, I carry around my postcard. I have postcards instead of business cards. Those are larger and you can put an image on it. So I just, yeah, I will just like slide one of those on the <laughs> table just like, when you go to the restroom. It's like, welcome to Alabama. And then on the back, you've got your <laughs> your details on there. Welcome what? to Alabama. <laughs> you said it's a postcard. It's a it's a welcome to Alabama postcard. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's just like you know, it's a it's Wouldn't a postcard. It be greetings a... from Alabama. Why would you say welcome to Alabama? <laughs> because welcome to Alabama is much more menacing is. than it's greetings like from. And like, if you've never been to the Deep South, the Deep South is a in, it is an, an inherently menacing place. There is no place to feel safe there. So come to the South. You know. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> come, come help us out. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, thank you. And Timber, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash DibberTef, where I stream on a uh, kind of irregular schedule right now, but it's usually Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can also find me on youtube.com slash DibberTef, where I post videos that are about video games. The most recent one's about Deltarune. I am going to be making a video about Xeno Clash as well as Metal Gear in the coming months. Uh, and there's also Twitter.com slash TimberTaft. Three? Just specifically Metal Gear Solid 3? Uh, d- or just Metal Gear Solid overall? No, it's, it's, no I, I won't have time to play all of them for the video, but I will play three. Uh, I have played three, and I will make a video about it. Um, so that'll be neat. What about you, Ken? Uh, no. Kyo? Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Ken. <laughs> You're not hosting, Timber. I'm used to it. I feel like I do it every time. I don't know why. Every time you're here. Okay, it's okay. Mom said it's his turn to host. <laughs> Alabama's the host. Send it to Ken, Alabama. Tofu. All right, Ken. Ken, where can, where can we find you on uh, the World Wide Web? 
You can find me first off on my Japanese music based podcast, as we talked about earlier, on at Ongakuryu. You can find it by following all the lovely social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakuryu.com. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at otyken1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboko Herobo, and all the lovely doings that my daughter does of drawing me as as a giant ipad wonderful thank you thank you love (laughs) and it's it's you and your ipad family correct yeah me and my ipad family i got spoiled that my father's day gift is a family portrait and it's just so irregular to see human bodies and then just (laughs) ipad with faces on them they're quite worried thank you where can we find you on the internet? Me? No, the other Kyo. I didn't hear the Kyo part, so that's what I was like. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to do a Rocky Horror thing flipping back and forth. But anyway, you can find me uh, weekdays, Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter, where I play retro games and spiral endlessly in my life, whatever is going on. I play a lot of JRPGs, horror, jank, and things like that. Um, I usually just put the horror in there to bait. I don't actually really play horror games anymore. <laughs> Outside of that, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, there's my YouTube channel, which has my old videos on it. And you can find me on TikTok, where I talk about bisexual visibility and retro games. Spoiler, uh, visibility is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yep. All things considered. And you can also work. find me on a couple other podcasts. I was on Eyes on Bees podcast. It is on her YouTube channel, I believe, or will be going up soon by the time this episode is up. And then you can find me on Streamforge Radio on the most recent episode where they say that I am anti-piracy, <laughs> but I'm where, not. Where Kill is never, ever, ever getting invited back. <laughs> Probably not. But if I can leave you with any advice at the end of this episode, if you haven't heard already, go emulate the fuck out of everything and keep the gate open. Emulate but thank the you world. for listening to this episode of Potasaurus. Uh, thank you again, Tofu, for being here. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Aloha. I'm definitely not being invited back to their podcast or anything ever again. (laughs)